0: Our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, yet our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Yet our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, it's safe to say
1: We're wasted.
2: the clout chasing and the bitch asses and the pussy bitch niggas that's walking around here and don't want the truth to be revealed, but they have no choice, you feel? Yeah. It's talk about it Tuesday, baby, and we're going to be talking about bitch assness. We're going to be talking about clout chasers. We're going to be talking about the turtle and the hare. We're going to be talking about truth reveals. We're going to be talking about truth hurts yes truth hurts and uh i think i'll let usher tell y'all that see it's situations like this that cause us
1: players to get caught up in the truth I, I paid you and you, you ain't hit me back. And I've been calling. I know you, you see my number one, they call out. I, the I got a reason to believe that you've been moving around.
2: That's what I'm talking about tonight. I was coming to hear talk about politics and the bullshit. And I realized by everything that's going on, everything that's in the media, the actual politics, the bullshit is in the house, is in bread is in the community. It's not outside the community. All of the bullshit is in here. You know, the old school used to say, they had an old church song say, sweep in front of your front door. Then you had the old saying that say you got to clean up your house before you can come and sweep my porch. You can't sweep somebody else's damn porch if your house is dirty. And the house is murky, it's muddy, it's nasty. The megas have run amok. muck. Black History Month has gone rogue. Last week it was talking about it Tuesday. So we were talking about talk, we were talking about the attack on black. And yes, it's been more attack on black. We should be talking about how the bastards that killed Michael, yes, allegedly uh that killed michael literally just bought half of his musical catalog his recorders 1.2 billion worth with all y'all niggas sitting around y'all so-called billionaires are sitting around right tyler right oh oh i forgot you we're ready to go and put out a whole documentary about him, but said that if the the uh, SA sexual assault um, claims stop with Harvey Weinstein, we're missing the point. We're, no, the point fucking sticks. We're getting to the center point, and the center point was Harvey Weinstein, was Jeffrey Epstein, and a plethora of others, was Gas Now from motherfucking Grammys, a plethora of others, Chris Stokes, a plethora of others, Diddy, a pethera of others. Okay? But you was ready to sit down and do a whole never-never land. Okay? But you couldn't go and save never-never land. Even though he was a victim in never-never land. That's how he ended up in never-never land. Let Shug tell it. Let everybody tell it that's been telling it for years shannon Sharp, y'all watch this man on undisputed get demeaned, get put down get called get played like he was being toby and they were trying to make him say kunta and you stood your bummy ass right there and y'all had all the jokes and shit in the world to say now that this man has gotten his own platform is bringing people on he's allowing them to speak and talk the truth now this the truth you have a right to rebut it you have a choice a chance to rebut it but no you want to go out and attack the truth teller well see over here we deal with the truth every now and then i throw in an alleged But a lot of things I discuss on this platform are things that's been said, been known for years, been known for over 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. Years. Those equals out to decades. House nigga feel nigga has always existed since slavery time. Since slavery time. The house nigga was the one that dressed like, Malcolm told y'all, dressed nice, was in the house. They were able to be to the parties and serve the parties and they ate the scraps. They ate the leftovers in the kitchen. The field nigger was out there in the field and he was in the sun getting beat down and, and struck with the whip and, and, and his wife getting raped. Children get snatched away from because children from the house niggas were still in the house because he was ripping them too, but they were able to stay in the house. So they had to make a choice. Well, at least I'm in the house. Right, Ofri. Right, Tyler. Right, Stephen A. Smith. Right, Mike Epps. Yes, Mike motherfucking Epps of all people, of all people. Yes, he's in the house too. In the words of Kareem Blizz, he in the whip. All these niggas riding in the same clown-ass car. And every time a truth teller jump up on a platform and gets their voice heard, they all start jumping out. You start hearing the Benny Hinn damn music. Now they got to shuffle around. Who driving now? Tyler. Who driving now? Oprah. Who driving now? Stephen A. Who driving now? Mike. Who driving now? DL. Who driving now? DL. Yes, DL. DL is a little different. It went a little, that, that, that situation happened back in the day and everybody, even, even Monique said, okay, maybe I went a little too far. But that particular situation was a little deep, even though D.L. admitted at the time of the original situation that he at first did not believe his daughter. He couldn't believe it, cause it was the man that was across the street. He had known this man for many years. He didn't think that he would do that to his daughter. So it was almost like a moment of disbelief. Now maybe when Monique said, you know that, um, you know the, the exact words that she said in the interview, triggered him, because she was like he stood by and allowed it, or whatever the case may be. But, and I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna play that audio. So we can listen to it together. I was gonna do it separate. I might still do it separate, but this is this needs to be talked about. This this is definitely a talk about Tuesday stands because there's too much shit going on, and everything is rushing at you at one time, and you got to have the breakdown, breakdown, so that you can really take in. You gotta let how I like to say over here, because I when I say make it make sense, you got a whole motherfucker that's done went took that make it make it turn into a whole a whole show on youtube kudos to you when i said speak on it you had a whole bitch that that just go around and dig out your damn body as long as she can make some damn money and went and made a whole show when i had to speak on the sundays she's out she didn't speak on it so now i'm gonna see which one of y'all motherfuckers gonna go and try to take this let it sink in let that sink in let it soak for a minute Yes, I just jumped right on in here on this mic. Y'all, welcome. Welcome to the Hot D. John's experience. This your girl, Kiwi305954, a.k.a. Hot D. John, spreading the muscle to help you catch up on under the radar the News that you can certainly use in trending topics. I told y'all this year, and from now on, I am checking everybody at the door. I'm checking your ass. You are getting patted down? I'm checking your ass. and You're not leaving with my swag. You're not leaving with my euphemism. You're not leaving with my sayings. You're not leaving with nothing that I have. My intellectual property. You're not leaving with anything that I have. That's called my intellectual property. I want to post side of town. Y'all over there making it, making it rain. Hand over fist, thousands and thousands and thousands. And still got to steal? Are you for real? I got my damn issues too. I'm with you, Mo. I'm with you, Cat. It is what it is. Make sure that you subscribe, like, and share if you care. And any podcast platform, I'll be there. Okay? So make sure that you do that for me, please. We had a whole line of, of articles and of news that we were going to um report on tonight, but I just I couldn't help it. I was almost in tears actually before I started recording because I'm like, I cannot believe this is happening right now. I cannot believe it. Now, Judge Mathis stepped out and jumped in. Put my foot in the game now. I want to talk about that my wonderful experience with trina this past weekend i had to put out put that aside because you know what it's time to handle business we keep you entertained engaged but certainly informed and it's time to inform what is going on now there's a situation that was not brought up with you got monique everybody versus Monique ain't no Monique versus nobody it's everybody versus Monique at this point because y'all niggas did not step up like that with Cat. every now and then you had some sprinkles here. it took y'all a while but then y'all start sprinkling out here Michael Blackson shut your ass up they've been calling you a one-trick pony forever they talk about you behind your back they talk about you in your face they laugh and shit you over here on the Kevin hard train and guess what I've, I've spent my money to go and see every last one of these comedians and I love every last one of these comedians and i love them for each of their own styles of comedy my Epps, you're not funny always sorry not sorry i have a family member who used. i don't give a damn if mike Epps said he was going to be showing up at the 7-eleven her ass would want be at 7-eleven we'd be like why because you might go to the 7-eleven today he ain't no damn slurpees but the next time he might have a whole damn you know a whole plethora of the blueberry the strawberry the, all the flavors that's just him he's a hit and miss comedian but he's right now turning to a crowd chasing ass bitch i said what i meant because you clearly said after the original cat interview you said well they ain't cat you sound like well he ain't never say he ain't say nothing about me but i wish he would have called my name i need some of that smoke i put you in the movie you could have said something about me give me a little clip i got a special coming up soon thus bringing us forward shannon trump versus mike epps we're gonna be getting into that we also gonna be getting into can we talk about the plight of the single black mom so to speak or i should say the professional black mother because she was married to his father she when she had him they had a situations they get along now they're cool but she did say originally when they first broke up you know that her and him used to fight a lot and she was the breadwinner in the relationship and if i'm not mistaken i believe she had to pay spousal support when they broke up because she would make more money and i think she talked about it when she was on i could have been your cellmate if y'all want to check that special out that when she was really hot out here and she's still hot and i'm talking about your girl monique i could have been your cellmate was one of the greatest comedy specials but here's the deal i found it interesting that when monique came out here go you black bastards because then you call jason whitlock a fat bastard stephen a so you could be a bastard too then you black bastards jumping out oh she looks bitter oh her light has gone why because she's telling the truth not her truth now it when she has a right to share her truth he has a right to share his truth no it's called the truth you have the truth and you have the lie which lie is the truth? It's been too much going on since her interview. Now, when Kat was up there, it was all, it was all kicks and giggles. And then y'all could come out with your little stale ass jokes, Kevin. And then you came out of your whole movie flopped. Now everybody been been going on a damn tour with, 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 um, Kat been selling out and been getting their float. You sitting at home crying. Why? She made one statement. She said the truth. She said he helped me when I was down. He gave me money. He helped my family. He told me he was going to bring me on. He was going to bring me on the show, or, or help me develop a show, or bring me on on his tour, or whatever the case may be. He gave me his word. See, we come from a time where it says your word is your bond, and your bond is your damn life. But you motherfuckers ain't got no life, and you damn sure ain't got no bond because don't nothing you have belong to you. You sold your soul a long time ago. Did you not hear what we just played at the beginning? Rather than fight, they'll switch. Mike, after you jump your punk ass up on the stage and had a nerd to make a joke about it, look how they left them in. know. Gee, God be blessed him with that money all these years. They gonna call that pull T.V. Jakes. T.V. Jakes? T.V. Snakes? That's what we've been calling him for years. Everybody knew what the fuck that was. That's something new, and you know it's something new. <laughs> okay, it's part of your comedy routine, but <laughs> it's not funny. I'm sure it's not funny to his victims. And you, parishioners, that's following him, you're gonna follow him straight to damn hell because the Bible says follow the word, not the man, not nah, nah, passer. Y'all around here with Esther, Eddie, Eddie, what Bishop Eddie, Dick Longs. They'll fuck around with all your sons and y'all sitting y'all punk ass up there and letting them do it. Talking about not my pastor. Not my pastor. Jumping on people's YouTube channels and stuff. Trying to get them pulled down and getting in their comments. Now you got TVJ's, his ass getting called out. His daughter around here stealing people babies. Now this girl house just mysteriously get broken into and the safe that has the birth certificates social security numbers and her money just that's what they take all the jury nah tvs nah electronics nope only laptop but you jump your ass on the stage oh god be blessed the devil blesses his too the devil blesses his too but it ain't called a bless it's called give with the left and take it back with the damn right. Cause the moment you decide not to go along with the get along, you got your ass is gone. Are you serious? You niggas are running amok. You been hoodwinked, bamboozled. And Black History Month has gone rogue it all started a long time ago when you asked your little, what they used to call the highfalutin niggas, highfalutin Negroes started making their moves. The ones that had the opportunity to be educated and become lawyers or doctors. And then they moved into the LA area. And when they, you know, um, you may as well say it was like a razor in the sun when the hardworking black man was trying to be able to, to move into the neighborhood. And if y'all don't know what the raising the sun was about, ultimately the man was coming there to try to tell him, look, they're not, if you go over there, you're not going to be able to stay there. They don't want you there because you're a nigger. He was trying to buy them out. Look, I, I'll give you your money. I'll do whatever, but you can't go over there. You can't stay there. You can't get that house. Follow me. Because this shit all ties in with this house nigga, film nigga shit that's going on right now. See, this is the reason why we cannot make it. Because it's been since the beginning of time that the niggas that make it. Well, I made it. I don't know about you, but I made it. And y'all talking that dumbass shit. Tiffany Haddish, while you calling somebody by you, that husband of hers, bitch, you had a whole comment that made your ass shave your fucking head and then left you on red. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about it? Shave your fucking head and left you on red and jump, jumped over there with Jennifer Hudson, a homegirl straight out of the shot. They can understand him with deep dish there, pizza and, and arts festivals and, and, and comedy clubs and, and good times. The Sears Tower. He didn't want some damn grooming children as borderline idiots. Who can ask... Uh, sometimes be funny but really ain't all because you up under kevin hart nuts Well, now his nuts flat because he got to get down he got to hold himself down right now because all don't pop down all the don't pop down we knew when he was in that accident there's no fucking way in hell he was sitting somebody like he had somebody's whole lip sitting in his lap that's your trainer's girlfriend why the fuck is she in your lap and the trainer driving Bullshit! You left because your ass was drunk, just like your protege Miss Tiffany had. y'all stay fucking being drunk and driving, I here and could kill up some damn body, and you left them people there and then paid them off. Allegedly, that's what your people said. So Tiffany, the little shame tree that Ella, Ella that you thought was over you, them balls of, of Kevin Hart's right now, I can't cover you. So stop jumping on people's damn timelines and on their comments and putting a thumbs up because D.L. went I with D.L. and Monique went, went through, they've been knowing each other much longer. And D.L., I'm shocked at you because when the shit was said about how Steve did Bernie, you was on that tour, and you know good and fucking well what Steve Harvey did to Bernie Mac. You ain't said no, but you ain't speak about that. But as soon as Monique came out, you ready to snap on her and, and talk about her daddy? See, this is what the problem is. Y'all niggas don't like when y'all see a woman that got a real man that's going to stand there in front of her like he's supposed to be. The protector. The protector. I don't give a damn if he is her manager. Do you know how many of your white counterparts have partnerships like that? Where she's out of work and he's her manager? It happens way more often than spoken about because they don't speak about that shit. Because when she got it there, he is the man. It don't matter. Her name was Joan fucking Rivers. Her name was Joan Rivers. And she loved her husband till the day he left here. She was making the money. He was hanging in. They had their little daughter. She loved him. But y'all niggas don't like that. Because it's a partnership. It's called keeping the money in the family. Why the hell get me an agent or a manager out there when daddy is right fucking here? He knows me. He knows what I deserve. He knows my wants. He knows my needs. Why not? Duh. It's a no fucking brainer. It's a no brainer. And I don't like the fact that y'all don't like that. You mean to tell me that y'all ain't know that women been saying daddy? What, What happened to zaddy? These little girls just changed it to a Z. So it says something new. And he calls her mama. That shit been going on since they they've been together. Y'all tripping about that because y'all still whole hopping and jumping that Yeah, they had their little open marriage or whatever, they had their little arrangement, however you want to call it, and was open and honest about it. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, DL, you had a whole side, baby, that you ignored, wasn't doing shit for, and unfortunately, that baby ain't here no more, but ain't nobody talking about that, and was taken out by the woman you cheated with, boyfriend, you said that you carry guilt, once it was brought out by Hope Flood, yes, another comedian, years ago, Let's talk about it. So stop acting like you don't have no skeletons. Everybody got skeletons. Here, yeah, I got skeletons. Everybody got skeletons. And yeah, that was a place of hurt when she brought that. When she brought it up about you, dear, that's true. You have a whole support fucking dog, and you a whole damn now sixty year old man. But ain't nobody clowning you about that. Your son has Asperger's, and you literally have integrated that into your comedic fucking calm. Um, on routine. What's funny about it? I know comedians take tragic things and, and hurtful things in their life and they, they they make a joke out of it that's to help them deal with it. I get it. But you ain't had to go that damn hard on her. I'm very disappointed with you because you're a very intellectual, well-spoken man, well-versed. I was very shocked that you even went that hard I'm like, damn, I know it's old. You could have said Monique, now that's old. Don't get started. Don't bring that, you know, don't bring that shit up no more, or, or whatever. But then you had to go and dive all into her daddy. Y'all some jealous motherfucker. Y'all some jealous bitch ass niggas. I just said what I said. And I said what I meant. Jealous clout chasing, you ain't got no heart. We call them DITBs in the 305 in Broward County. And I don't want to go that hard here on on, on, on these, this podcast platform. But those in the city know exactly what I mean by D-I-T-B. Y'all some D-I-T-B ass niggas. I thought y'all were negus, N-E-G-U-S. N-E-G-U-S. The real N-word. But y'all acting just like what they crackers try to turn y'all into. Because they ain't tried with y'all. They did it. Y'all on the plantation, dancing, dancing and a-tapping, shucking and a-jiving. Judge, you better get out there and tell them, oh, don't suddenly get religion on me. Don't suddenly get religion on me, Judge. You better get your ass out there and tell them to pipe down. We're watching. This is Judge Mathis here. Did you step your ass out there when all that stuff was coming out with Steve? Did, did, did you, Judge Mathis? You all of their friends. Why you didn't pull them aside offline and talk to them? Why did you have to come and do a whole post? Do y'all see the do y'all see the move? You see the click in the clout? Clout chasing bitch assness. Everybody wanna be, oh pick me, pick me. Now all of a sudden the man gay. What kind of name is Shay Shay? Really? All because of what? Oh, now he acting like, oh, he messy like Wendy. Are y'all the reasons why Wendy like she is? Maybe it wasn't Kevin. Maybe it was y'all motherfucking ass. Maybe y'all put something in the damn drink. Send somebody to her side to get rid of her. Because it's always the ones in the house. Uh, Bob Marley said it best. Only your friends know your secrets so only he can reveal it. We're going to get into it tonight, though. We're gonna break down all the audio. It's a good this this a the a talk about it Tuesdays because tomorrow is Valentine's Day, a day for lovers. I might put up the meaning for Valentine's, but it won't be a wealth to health tomorrow, or on Wednesday tomorrow. Wealth to health went to Wednesday. Wealth to Health Wednesday will return next week. Thought-provoking Thursdays is gonna be our first day of our truth teller edition. I can hardly wait. Because we'll throw some under the radar news that you can use in there. Some little quick hits. And then we're going to get right on into our first part of the series. Truth Teller Edition of Thought Provoking Thursdays. You're not going to want to miss no Thursday after this Thursday. Now, we're going to fade on out so I can get me a little sip and calm my nerves. And we can settle down and get into (sighs) talk about it Tuesdays the bucks are running amok what the fuck edition clout chasers and bitch asses we'll be back after this quick break live the
1: past, you live the- the things you did it don't matter to me for what it's worth just don't lie to me <laughs> cause don't that ain't what, what I need right now maybe everything we built on trust you're tearing it down cause not a little tell me the truth now what you been doing
2: let's return to our show tonight you you I Welcome back. Welcome back. It's the Hotly John's Experience Podcast. It's your first time listening to the podcast. We don't just welcome you to the barbecue. We welcome you to the Flamely. You are now officially a flame. Why? Because you keep me lit and we keep it ten toes down on this shit. And I know we're coming a little hard tonight. This your first time listening. But don't, don't, don't be afraid. We will return to the regular schedule programming after we check the bucks who have started running a damn muck. Okay? So... um to start back where I left off house nigga versus field nigga once they have established themselves or they are in a position where they have things okay they tend to forget where they come from that's what the old folk used to say and it used to be a each one teach one but now that's going out the damn window. Ain't nobody teaching nothing. They saying, well, you better get it because I got it. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Well, I was able to do it. Well, he gave it to me, so I don't know why he did give it to you. Well, okay, that's the type of dumb shit that's going on right now. So, that being said, this all started, of course, from um long time ago. And the reason I said about that, when they started making the different Exodus from South to la and things those highfalutin niggas, because i'm gonna start where i left off the highfalutins okay they were afraid that all of the progress that they had done made was gonna get messed up by the sisters and brothers that's gonna come from the south they gonna come and mess them up and this was in la isn't that something and where is Hollywood at LA, and once these niggas enter LA Hollywood, all of a sudden they become different. Okay, now this started on the regular part where it was the doctors and the lawyers and things of that nature. Now, I want to play some old audio from Black History, I feel Black History Unlocked, but some old audio that I have where they actually had it this they were sitting around and they were speaking about the exodus and how they were coming and how it was going to affect them now that's all going to tie into what we're discussing tonight okay here on talk about it tuesdays then we're going to get into um mike epps versus shannon then we're going to get into um Monique and her son and uh the response and I think you know what now that I'm thinking about it I definitely am gonna do the reckoning so I can put it all into perspective for you guys and like I did with the um uh, Cat Williams but it's gonna be the reckoning um uh, with his fraternal twin Monique so let me pull up this audio and I hope you guys are buckled in grab your cubanitos your taquitos your boyito yes because I'm, I'm like Tyrese hell I want to go on the other side too because there's more togetherness if they do have an issue they ain't going to be busting it all open and all this shit and, and, and jump on each other they help each other up hell they could be in a grocery store standing in line they could be in a grocery store standing in line and hear you cussing out one of and all they know is they just heard that accent and I'm talking about the zoe's I'm talking about the, the Spanish people. All they know is they know that's a Spanish person you talking to like that. They'll say something to them in Spanish like, uh, you okay? Que pasa? What's up? You good? And they ready to jump on your ass and tell you that's their cousin. And don't know them from a can of paint. Y'all dumbass will be like, pull up the phone and start recording. Look at that nigga. He should have never said no. Ugh, ugh, let me see what's going to happen. That's y'all dumbass. The Bucks have won a muck. And this is the reason why everything is fucked up. Yes, y'all made me return the curse. And I haven't made a curse. And every now and then I might have a slip up. But I've been trying to clean up my platform. But you know, brought it at me now. That's why the house is burning down. When the children of the village don't feel the the warmth of the village, they will burn the bitch down. That's why it's burning down. They don't feel the warmth, Oprah. They don't feel the warmth, Tyler. They don't feel the warmth, DL. They don't feel the warmth. That's why they're burning the bitch down. Because I came and tried to talk to you and you didn't listen to me. I asked you why you was doing this to me and you didn't have any answers. Why? Why? And you, and, and, and believe it or not, y'all live, you, you living real high off the hog right now but they dragged out every last one of y'all. Don't think they gonna let you leave here with that. Clarence didn't. The Godfather of Music, hit him. he didn't. Y'all done going away with his dumb ass mind. Y'all thinking, oh, as long as I gonna keep my mouth, ain't do what master say, I'm gonna keep everything. And, and open, you sitting up there, <laughs> you had a whole school of girls being abused. It just got swept on the road. Nobody remember that in Africa? Nobody remember? No one? No one? You gave out cars and everybody in your fucking audience was white. You, I didn't see you hand one fucking car key to a black person. As a matter of fact, the audience at that time, they said that they would they would go out there and get those free tickets out for your audience. They really did go ahead and handpick those people to the point where it was very little black people in that damn audience. When you were handing out Oprah comes to babysit for a day, when you did that I, I'm telling you I've been Oprah fence as a little girl. That's why this is so disheartening for me. It's literally like my childhood has been fucking blown up. I say that all the time on here because the people you think they who they are they are fucking nowhere near that. And I knew as a little girl watching your ass go i'm like oh oprah's gonna go babysit for a day every fucking family you went to on the episode was white it's a suburban area where she looked like she was a fucking housewife so you gave her a day out to go and get her fucking ex- her hair bleached and get some extensions or some or some shit meanwhile shaniqua who working at mcdonald's and then working at Burger King at night and got five kids just trying to make her way I ain't seen none of them. Wow. But this y'all won. Who mad because you call her auntie. Oh, she cringes. She cringes because she probably had the opportunity to be mommy. And I'm not talking about that. That The, the, the situation that happened when she was younger. Because there's a lot of different versions come out of that story too. And y'all never saw the documentary. Because they that documentary came on one time. She was open on, well, she was open, she answered the questions, she told her story, and I've not seen it since, and it was on biography, or it was a I don't even know if you can find it anymore. She went through a lot, and for what you say you went through, and then versus what people are now saying, that it wasn't all the poor girl, and all of that, your daddy had a whole barbershop for himself, so you kind of was... You know, nudging the truth. And then also, with you making the money that you were making versus your male counterpart on that Chicago um, news station, you fought for your rights to get more money. So why the fuck would you think that Monique would want to get hers? And you even said it. Oprah, you literally was like a fucking crack. Cause the nigga was smoking crack and that was your dude and you wanted to feel the euphoria that he felt you want to know what it was about it that got him so excited you said that and you only let that be known because the book was getting ready to come out about all of your dirty damn laundry and you stopped the book let's not cap let's not cap yes oprah smoked crack and i'm not saying no damn allegedly you don't hear stabbing so far back in there closet. Nobody can't find that. But trust me, them bones going to fall out sooner or later, baby. Pandora's box is open. It's not closed back. And the closet doors have been taken out the hinges. All bones will present to the front for all of us. Now, let's get to L.A. with the highfalutin niggers. They didn't want the niggers to come there from the South, Snoop from Mississippi. While y'all are here, I'm very upset with y'all. I didn't want to bring it up, but I'm upset with you. I'm here pounding the fists in the air because of the dumb shit that Walmart doing to you. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, you and Dr. Dre coming out with gin and juice in the can. Who the fuck is still drinking gin any damn way? The old white man at, at, at his bar, gin and tonic? Who the fuck drinks gin anymore? first of all and second of all you're pushing 60 why would you be pushing liquor to who to kids the ones that don't half-ass listen right now and got half of them brain to even write a decent ass lyric that's who you want to be on the Janet juice in the can baby girl just had a stroke shouldn't you be getting behind some type of healthy initiative and, and and how to um like the stroke association? How to know when you're having a stroke? And 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 tell them the five S's of higher it goals. Should you be doing that, Snoop? And word on the street is, how did you even get death row? Who gave it to you? Where's the check? Can we see the council check since you bought it? fucking Thursday is coming. True Tell the Thursday, baby. It's going to be lit. Because I am just so upset. I'm so upset right now. But let me stay on track with the topics that we have for the night. Because I don't want to hold y'all. I ain't going to hold you. I ain't going to hold you. Let's get into this. By 1970,
1: there will probably be a million Negroes in this city. And I know that people are concerned about this. They may not talk about it very often, but I certainly heard them shudder in church when he said there'd be a billion Negroes in Los Angeles. We shudder because we're saying, in essence, the majority of these people are not like we are. And uh, we felt that we maybe some of us felt we left us out because we were getting away from this problem. We are a part of this exodus too. But we are a little. I be embarrassed by the fact that you were going to have a, a mass element come in that that's going to create a tremendous social problem in the community to which we find a great deal of difficulty in relating to. Well, I don't want to sound like a do-gooder, <laughs> because I really am not, and I'm somewhat of But I do think that with these people coming in who are not our intellectual, even, nor are they of our soci- sociological, uh, uh they're not to be a handicapped to us, they'll find their own level, now this sounds a smile, but I don't mean it this way, but they're used to living a certain way, and they too might uh, rise, up, um, rise up above their origin, and might one day be our associates. The whole tone of this meeting is we're setting ourselves up as little puppet Jesuses. We can't help anyone else until we help ourselves. The Negro has had two professions. His own medicine, uh law, or uh, psychiatry. And he has the profession of being a Negro. And many of us have come out here to escape from this second profession of being a Negro. And we're out here a while and we're working in our own field and then we find out that here these same problems are falling on the heels of 1,600 Negroes a month that come into Los Angeles. Now this it's our problem. It's our own view. It's our own identifying with these Negroes that are coming in with their counterfeit. That causes a problem. This is our basic embarrassment that we as Negroes have. We want to live together, yet we want to sort of scatter to the far winds and live amongst our white people. We, we we are brought up in terms of this, that. To have-
3: our digital PDF, Black.
2: Now, I just hope. That y'all heard every damn word they said because who was speaking were all black people you had the one girl that said not sound like a snob but maybe one day they they were raised up from their origin above to equal with us okay this is what was just said he said that you got david negro has had two professions one profession is doctor, dentistry, psychiatry. The other is being a Negro. We came here to escape the second profession, which is being a Negro. Tyler and Oprah and Stephen A. And all these motherfuckers, okay, have are trying to escape the second profession of being a Negro. And the one man that made sense, the one man, because the woman was speaking and saying you know what we should let them allow to come we're setting ourselves up to be baby jesus we can't save them we gotta save ourselves they will switch they would rather switch than to fight the most intelligent ones the ones that can lead everybody they would rather switch this was done in the 1960s this video was a an archive from the 1960s shout out to black history unlocked are you hearing me so when you see one stand up and tell the truth and the other one come and knock them down they go to bucket of damn crabs they go to pyramid scheme we up here. Now, you can be up under me, but if you try to get up here, I'm not like, no, no, you will never get up under me because you're on this level. I'm at the top of the pyramid. I'll bring you up. I'll bring you in, but I ain't going to bring you all the way up to my level. I'll bring you up. The only person, and it's very strange, and that's what has me so twisted in my mind and so conflicted, is Jay-Z. Kanye, Beyonce, Rihanna he's made like three billionaires. Three billionaires or close to billionaires have come from him. But that was all on the neck and the head and the shoulders of Dame Dash. All, that's a whole other story in front of that. I don't want to get too deep off track. So here you see, this been going on. Okay, now let's get into it. Shannon Sharp. He got Club Shay Shay. He is he escaped. Uh well, a little bit escape Because Colin, I didn't know this until today, but Colin Heard is, and I love Colin Heard. So, you know, it is what it is. Colin Heard and um, I think Violator or something like that. He has partners with him that helped him to bring forth Club Shay Shay. He got a whole team of people and all this, okay? So it's a whole production. And he's been doing all these interviews, and Cat went viral. Okay, cool. When he did 21 Savage, I ain't hear nobody saying nothing when 21 Savage was out here with whole stacked decks playing in a damn uh, gambling game. But that shit swiftly went away. They talked about it. It is amazing. Everybody's been coming on his show recently, ever since Cat Williams. Something happens with them afterwards, and they go about, oh, look at this, look at this. First it was Cat. Then somebody tried to come out. This woman tried, you know, Cookie tried to come out and say, oh, I used to patch up the women and this, that, and the third. All of them said, all the shit they said, but they couldn't say he was a liar. Then you had, now you have Monique come on there. Oh shit, problem, a black woman. Oh, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah, this is this coming too much like Wendy. Oh, hold on, why is it coming with too much like Wendy? We know y'all want to have y'all own platform. We get it, guys. We get it. Okay, that being said, Monique said on there what she said. Mike Epps being a bitch jumped up on the stage and made a joke about how shannon had done reached out to him too shay, 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 what kind of name is shay shay now here you go reached out to him too to be on there but he wasn't gonna be on there because he didn't want him sitting across and looking at his balls now i'm gonna tell y'all something i can't remember who it was but i had heard it from someone that he had told somebody that is in real life that he reached out to him but he was not gonna go on the show because he was flirting. He sounded like he was flirting with him on the phone. So you didn't just tell this joke on the stage. You told this whole lot of somebody else who was saying that you know you told him that. Then it was on the, maybe um, I, I I I'll 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 look it up. But I remember clearly seeing that where they was they said that he had said that. I don't know if they had seen your material before you put it out there or what. I don't know. So I'm not going to sit here like it was told to me, because it wasn't. But at the end of the day, you had your little joke. Then you say, you know, oh, he this and he that, and he my dear, my dear sister. You can't tell me that, and Miss Netta, and from with Charles, all this shit. Okay, great. He didn't have a problem with anything except the lie that he reached out to you, because he never reached out to you. So he checked your ass at the door to be like, yo, you can say whatever joke you want to say, which I'm mad at uh, as Shannon because Shannon you the first one that said and I quote from that same interview so you, you know love covers but love corrects you told Monique your grandmother always told you um son never chase a lie why the hell would you jump your ass out then and go full ham because he was calling you gay he ain't the first one to call you gay he ain't the first one to say you was Esty he ain't the first one to say you about to be perching your lips he ain't the first one to talk about why you live in that big ass house with just two dollars and no woman he's not the first one to say why are you going to all the games with your stylist who goes with his stylist who is an openly gay man he's not the first one to say that granted however why would you chase the lie why did you get so uptight but when i went back and listened it ain't have nothing to do with the gay part the man said you can say what you want to say about that. I don't care about that. They don't, I don't heard it a million times. But what you want to do, is lie on me? I never reached out to you to come on to the show. And if you want me to, I don't do this. All, said, I don't do this at all. But I will release the DMs. Now that's the only reason. The only thing that made jackass bum clout chasing ass because they got a, a Netflix uh, special coming out. And the way everybody checking for um for for um unk, your ass might have some low ball ass numbers too okay now i must um see if i can pull it up i think y'all already heard it a thousand times on everybody platform but he went in on him and basically told him i see you and when i see you it'll be you know it's up pretty much i'm gonna holler at you when i see you about lying on me because i never reached out to you to come on to the show so that was shannon's thing but what Mike Epps did as a result as a response i he took it too damn far you talking about he um don't fight no more and you know if i don't fight you know what that is I, uh what do he say blankety blankety blank 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 so you basically insinuating that you're going to shoot him so now the nba gets involved and you know the NBA had to get involved because he because Shannon supposed to be coaching the uh, celebrity team in a celebrity game. So of course they get involved. Al Silver said, look here, you niggas better tighten it up. Shannon, go apologize, do whatever you got to do. But you ain't bring that shit to Indiana to All-Star. Cause that's the case, you're gonna lose your 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 platform, your your chick. He's basically coming for your bag, all over some coke that washed up ass comedian who mad because he didn't get invited on the show to possibly get some type of clout and some type of fire up on his ass to um get free publicity for his Netflix flick special that's coming out i said what i meant that's a bitch ass move because it wasn't that serious then you got dl oh yeah that's some comedians i hear that be about that so you gotta be careful when you stir the pot you don't know when you stir you gotta be ready for what's on the other side everybody being a bitch. Why y'all worried about talking about he turning into Wendy? Who the hell y'all turning into, huh? Because if he's Wendy, who are you? So now it's a whole big freaking deal, all because Shannon. He because talk, he talking about if you gonna step to him, you the one said. You know, and people saying, well, he the one that called him out and said he gonna when he see him he gonna step to him. If you know Shannon's job, uh. Club, Shay, Shade, whatever the hell name you want to call him, if you know him and you watched him over the years, one thing Shannon always said, you ain't going to mess up my chick. You ain't going to mess up my chick. He said that. But one thing about him, he's not, he's not the person that's going to mess up his bag, as y'all like to call it. So let's see if we can get into this audio. Shot
0: over your head, mofo, and you will know exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah. You mention, my name, you mention my name again. Yeah. And I'm gonna put the DMs. I'm gonna put. I'm and I don't like doing this. Yeah. But you're lying. See, and yeah. I don't care about all that other stuff. You can say I'm gay, and you can say I'm. I don't care about that because yeah. I won't chase a lot, but yeah. I won't let you lie on my name. Yeah. Now you can say all that other stuff. I can deal with that. Mm-hmm. I don't have, look. That's I heard that a thousand times yes, just sir. like everybody jumping in the chat talking about oh he don't like number white women right i done
3: dated a lot of different races yeah hey listen you like skittles man you eat every color come on talk to me now no, i don't eat on. i don't eat now i don't eat or suck yeah all don't, don't do all, you, do all that you, you know what i mean that's why i said I skittles.
0: skittles okay okay stay I'm, I'm with you you know i, I look at okay yeah, yeah, yeah i'm telling yeah. i'm, te- I'm telling you this and i want you to, and i want somebody to send it to you and y'all been i've been sitting in the chat yeah. y'all know who i'm talking about i don't know who you're talking Say about but i'm with you i'm Nigga, say oh, my boy. name again, and I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this out there, uh-huh. and this one. And I'm gonna fire this shot over your head, mofo. And you will know exactly, And I'm gonna release the DMs because yeah. you're lying. Yeah. you said I reached out to you to come on Club Shay Shay, and you a mofo lie. Now when I, have, I see you, yeah, I'm gonna see you. I'm gonna see if you about that. Okay, I'm gonna see if you want to say what you've been saying on yeah. trying to get some jokes because yeah. you got mad because Cat Williams did what he did. Now. Yeah. Now when I see you, yeah. I'm gonna see if you really bought that. Yeah, and when I when I when I see you, nah, 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 hands, nah, nah, like, I no, 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 I'm gonna see if him talking all that. Yeah, when he when the tight ass leather pants, trying yeah. to be funny. Yeah, but I'm gonna see if you about that. Yeah, say my name again. You. Say, now and, be and, hey, it's, say, it's, be like yeah. Destiny's Child and talk about say my name, say my name. And hey, I yeah. got something for your ass. Okay, I'm
3: lost. I'm lost, but I'm with you. And whoever whoever you talking about, it, we go we go. What?
0: Yeah, I'm a, and I'm going to release the DMs because yeah. you're lying. That nigga Shannon Sharp called me trying to do an interview. I said, no, Madea, I ain't doing no interview. So you can sit across from me and look at my balls while sit am sitting down. Nigga. I think it's going to tap cat, that nigga did. The nigga shit is called Shay Shay. The nigga's telling you. Put a wig on that nigga tell me if that ain't motherfucking Madea sister, nigga. Nigga exposing every motherfucker body. They got T D Jake's fucked up. Now that's fucked up. All that money that nigga didn't got from God, nigga came
2: out on me. <laughs> that nigga Shani
4: Sharp called me trying
2: to do it. it? Okay, so now you got the gist of it now let's hear how mike epps responded to what shannon said wait a minute now i know shay
5: shay i don't know what grown ass man got a baby but i know this grown man is not mad at me so many people talk crazy about you they was on saturday night live talking about you imitating you but now you want to fight me now, I'm not going to lie, I did DM you to get on the show, but I would you to get on the show because you brought my name up when you was sitting there with Kat. And he was
4: trying to get him to talk crazy about me, but he didn't. Okay? Now, second of
5: all, I'm talking about pulling up on me, you going to be an all-star, I'm going to be at the all-star in my hometown. And I'm going to see you. All right? I'm going to see you, brother. And I'm just letting you know. I don't be doing no fighting lately. I don't do no fighting. So, you know, it's only one other option. If you don't fight, you do blank. Blank, 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 blank. Now Ocho, you shut up and go get some eyebrows. you looking like a whole milk dud sitting there agitating. We watched the white boy kick your ass on TV. So you shut up. And Shay hey you did look like Medea sitting there. You was looking zesty. I'm not saying you gay, but you was looking zesty. You look like Big Frida sitting there. You need to take them tight ass shirts off with the muscles. And that's it. <laughs> go check out my special February 20th on Netflix. February 20th on Netflix is called I'm Ready to Sell Out because being a real dude ain't making no money right
4: now.
2: Now you heard what he said. He ready to sell out. Nigga, you already sold out. You already sold out. You done jumped up here and tried to start a whole fight because you wasn't invited on the show because you were turned down. We're going to come back. We're going to come now when we come back on the other side of this break, we're going to listen to judge mathis and then we're going to get into stephen a smith and then we're going to get into what's going on between monique and her son okay so how did y'all experience y'all talk about tuesdays the books are running them up we are back we are back um to talk about it tuesdays this is a very provocative um emotional uh, episode for me so those of you if your first time listening to the podcast we're not always on 20 like this so please forgive me but i have to get this out um it is black history month and the bucks are running amok this is the cloud chasing bitch assness divide and conquer edition okay that is what the name of this week's is last week with attack on black but it just ain't even coming this uh, this attack is inside it's inbred okay we left off on the last segment um Introducing you to where it all began, the house nigga versus the field nigga. And in the 1960s, those affluent um, Negroes that had moved and were living in L.A. and were flourishing were very upset about the southerners, the southern states, the ones from Mississippi and Carolina and of those states that were now migrating in an exodus that was um, happening into um, Los Angeles. And then we segue that into the first um battle, if you will, of the night, which was Mike Epps versus Shannon Sharp. So after Mike Epps basically threatened to shoot him in Indiana, oh my hometown. So you letting them know it's your hometown. You come in there, you when you show out you're gonna get worked out, because you know I know where all the corners at, I know where all the bodies bed, I know where to hide it behind the bushes. You know, you're not from Indiana, so you don't know that type of deal. So you're putting it out there. And if you come running up on me. He just said, "I'm gonna see what you about. I'm gonna see if you got the same thing to say, okay?" And it is what it is. And if you see Shannon or Shay Shay, why you say, a, "What's a name ain't like Shay Shay for a ground ass man?" All of, everything about everything that y'all niggas are saying, it sounds so jealous. Y'all sound like jealous bitches. That is, it, look at her. She thinks she cute. Oh, what kind of name is LaQuisha? Oh, uh, that ghetto name. That's what y'all sound like. So while y'all talking about real men and I here, you are the ones that's not representing real men. What about him is not representing a real man? He didn't get up there and gossip. He got up there. He asked a question. He allowed his guests to speak. So now after um, I was going to get into Judge Mathis, I'm going to get into Judge Mathis. And then we're going to get into Shannon's. Um, He did get on Twitter and say he apologized to his friends and family for allowing himself to be, you know, to get out of, you know, out of hand that he and Mike have spoken and they are, have agreed to meet personally for them to straighten everything out. Me personally, Shannon, and I know I'm a woman, so I don't want you to take, you know, be womany since this was the, the, the narrative that they're trying to push, which is some bullshit, but you as the man that you are and integrity that you stand on, I wouldn't even meet with my ex because if ultimately this little attention-seeking bastard that's just what he wanted because what he said at the end I was a pow pow shit by check out the Netflix special that's all it was about it was a cloud chase so he could get some type of traction because he wasn't giving him none because you never even let anybody know that he dm'd you get it catch these little bummy ass bastards like this these are he needed anyway because he needed to pay the first wife he needed to pay the second one that he fucked up the, on the first one with and then had a the baby with him. and then she left his dumb ass when he was all broke down and coke fucking out and then she went on by her little young business because she wasn't finna be that with an old broke down ex cokehead that that's sometimes funny sometimes ain't and can't holly book no damn shows i said what i meant i said what i meant so he needs to he needs the money he needs to clout you gotta notice the clout chances and i think you did notice it. that's why you didn't respond his dm no nah, it's okay no nah, I'm not gonna bring you on because that's not what he was trying to do that's how he was trying to do y'all trying to make it look like that's what he was trying to do and it's not what he was trying to do but anyway let's get in what Judge Mathis had to say okay they sent out the first house nigga. let me jump let him jump on out there now as tough as he was on the bench and all that and the things he's going through and he endured in Detroit and he has the black wife the woman that he stuck with don't get me wrong. I have admiration and reverence for Judge Mathis. However, Judge Mathis, if you really, 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 really were interested in having the truth be told, interested in these people not of, of us not fighting on public platforms, why the hell did you get on a public platform to call it out? Why didn't you call all of parties involved privately and talk to them, since you're the elder? let's listen to
6: what his ass said to say appeal to our comedians to stop going after each other in public like this you're embarrassing yourselves you're embarrassing our community i know many times you have to defend yourself about what's being said but why can't we do it directly and i just want you to know i believe that we're being laughed at at all the major studios and by their executives, seeing us in public, black folks going at each other. You don't see this among other communities. And that's why I say you're hurting yourselves and you're hurting our community and you're hurting the young people who are looking and want to learn and need to learn how to resolve disputes in a better way. I'm no saint, I'm guilty of having temper issues from time to time on my show, that's entertainment you guys say what you want as part of your entertainment but don't go out your way and personally attack each other particularly your families i appeal to you for i want to appeal to our community. okay so let's not turn on each other let's turn toward each other that let's turn on let's not turn on each other let's turn toward each other okay
2: so i agree and that's why you should have turned to them privately because you, Judge Mathis, you are one of the dons. You are the top of the topic. Okay. I know good and well you have ways to contact them because you're what, best friends with Steve? You have ways to get in contact with every last person that's involved. Why not call them, get on a Zoom call, a conference call, and tell them it's like, y'all squash this. Kept... But then here we go again. Tap dancing for massa, shucking job the doing the thing. Okay, we we can't be doing it cause massa watching it. He ain't pleased. Who gives a fuck about who's watching? This is this is called emotional outburst. Nobody has a perfect day every day. There's no such thing as oh sunshine and no rain every single day. Sometimes it rains. Sometimes it's sun. The sun is out. Sometimes you're the windshield. Sometimes you're the fucking mosquito. It is what it is. We all know this. Now, after this plea for everyone to basically not blast each other out and into each other families, which I think to me that was more um, geared towards DL with Monique because he, he was going all deep in and talk about not. But that's why I said for DL to go that deep with monique about her not having a relationship with her son which she clearly has said and one thing about it when you put your own dirt out can't nobody damn put dirt out you like i it's it's just like eight mile with with bunny i already said that i said that my rap so now you have no ammunition because i put it out there myself so what the fuck can you say you can't say nothing now you can't say nothing now so with that being said now we're going to get into I'm going to pull up the audio of Shannon responding back after he made the um, initial, I don't want to say an apology. He just said, you know what, I'm going to call it out. That's it. I shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't have we gonna. We're going to talk. He did the little tweet, and then he came on Nightcap. And when he came on Nightcap, he um basically said it on his own platform as opposed to you know going on he did the twitter little um apology if you will i don't want to call it apology i just want to say that he he, he will basically he, it was an apology but it was more so of him saying hey let me tell my family and friends you know my bad i shouldn't have let him bring me out of character don't worry me i'm gonna settle this privately or whatever that's right do not f up your bag as people love to say these days so now let me pull up the um nightcap audio where he actually was uh, on there with crazy behind chad And he don't know. Chad don't care what Mike say. It's it's whatever. It's whatever. He's so goofy. I'm going to see if I can pull that up.
7: Okay, hold on,
2: y'all. All right,
0: let's get ready. Hello, it's your favorite sports bunk here. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to join the fastest growing community on YouTube. Remember, nightcap doesn't happen without you. So please subscribe, or you're going to make Ocean okay cry. I think it's time to address the elephant in the room. Uh, Wait, elephant? Everybody wants to. What happened? The, uh, uh, the mic up situation.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard
0: what you said, and- yeah, uh, I ain't letting you uh, off the hook. And I think the thing for me is that, like I said, what he said, what he said. So we had a conversation, and he and I are going to get together uh, because he's from Indy. He is going to sit down and talk. And Oh, y'all talked already? Yeah, we were, we were, we were texting. I mean, DM. We were DMing, though, Joe. I agree with Chad. Okay, no. Okay, that's on
2: yeah.
0: y'all. Well, we go, we're going to have a conversation. I'm going to, uh, going to Indy because I'm yeah. coaching in the celebrity basketball game. And so we're gonna get together. And I got upset uh, and he told a story. Shannon Sharp did not DM me to come on the show. I DM'd him. He also Mm -hmm. said, I wish Kat had said something about me. I'm jealous. Now the pushback that I'm gonna give, and when I when I, you know, I'm there, Ocho, so I really never go back and watch the interview because I was there when it actually happened. Right. he said right. I tried to get Cat to say something negative about him. I never tried to get Cat. I didn't try to get Kat to say anything negative about anybody. The reason why a lot of the interviews take so long, Usher was only an hour. Because his team mm-hmm. that was talking said, look, he wanna sit down with Hump. he loves the platform, he loves what Hump's doing for the community uh, for the community. He said he wants to sit down with it, but he only has an hour. No problem, Johnson. Brian, I appreciate that. Usher team, thank you, bro. I really appreciate it. I know you're busy, so I appreciate that. But if you think about it, Ocho, the reason why my interviews yes, take a, a take at least normally two hours is because I asked the question, I sit back. Very simple. Do I ever interrupt the guests? Because I don't want them to lose their train of thought. Just go ahead and say, speak. I don't tra- I'm Switzerland. I'm neutral. I don't agree. I don't disagree with what the person is saying. I want that's their choice. I want the person. I want the people that's watching, watching on YouTube or listening. However you get it, Apple or Spotify. I think is there any other way you can listen to it? Apple, Spotify, YouTube, YouTube podcast. So however you however you consume it, you get to make your decision. And so they're like, I mean, even DL. Oh, and he was like, he said Mm -hmm. something when Mike Mike F said when he said. Well, this is what you get for being messy. How? How am I messy? I ask a question. They answer the question. I don't like. Hey man, did he he do anything else? Did he say anything else? Mm -hmm. I asked the question. He asked. So we going back and forth in the deal. He says, "Bro, let's just have fun with this." I said, "F, no." I said, "Tell me the fun." With you lying on me, saying I'm gay, saying I cross dress and I look like Medea. Tell me where the fun for that for me. I get it for you. You get the key, key, key. You get the laugh. But tell me the fun in it for me. What I'm starting to see, Ocho, nah. You remember Kat said it. He said, Shannon, he said, this is gonna put you in a new realm. This is gonna put you in a new stratosphere. Yes, he did. He also told me when I got outside, and Jordan could attest to this. He said they're gonna come. He said they're gonna come. He said, because the people that I said talked about, they have supporters and they're gonna come for you. I just ha, want you gorgeous. to know. He says, I want you to be prepared. And he said, there's gonna some of them are gonna be people that you thought you were cool with, mm-hmm. but that you thought they were cool with you, but they're cooler with the people that I said, what I said about. Them. So just be careful. What I'm starting to see. Is that in our community, any time a black starts to get money, he had to have sold out the community to get it. Now, I want
2: somebody in the mm-hmm. chat, and I want somebody to tell me. <laughs> okay, just like I said, house nigga, feel, nigga, let's continue, let's continue, Shannon. Another time, any time,
0: a lot of times, not all, a black start to become a little successful, start to make a little paper. The first thing we say, oh, that end game because mm-hmm. they were and, and, and like what they try to do is call a the question because you know in our community even though they say somebody might say it it's still kind of frowned upon and it's frowned upon a lot of right, people right. but i don't know if it's treated right. as harsh other than the muslim community than in the black community. yeah
3: but you know what even, even today even today calling somebody gay it really holds no weight oh joe it holds no weight it holds no weight they got rules they got they got they got places them listen they set a a standard for them to where at this point hey, you get Okay, and next. But this, that's
0: not gonna answer the question. People will say, if you repeat something enough, why do you think when people give misinformation? If I keep repeating, people will start to believe it's true because a lot of people believe
2: repetitions of a lie will make it true. A lie unchecked will become the truth. Your grandma, your mama, every old school G has always said that.
0: So he kept, if he had just said it once, but he kept repeating it. Knowing me, and I get it, my stylist, Hollywood, he was gay. Okay, that's his life. That's not mine. Mm -hmm. Hollywood and I, Hollywood no longer styles me. Why? Because I'm Lord of Shelly. She was hurt that after 20 plus years of being my stylist, that I had gone outside to hire someone else. And someone else was getting the credit when she was there at CBS. She was there when Mm -hmm. I started at Fox. She was there when I was going out and doing red carpet events, and I never had a problem. And for me, in my head, I thought I needed someone outside. Right. I didn't buy one thing new when Hollywood started styling me. Everything, all those LB jackets, all that stuff that i I already had and a lot of the stuff she had already put together but i took it apart Mm. so when he put it back together it was just what she had put together and i told him i said hollywood i said bro i think you did an unbelievable job i said but i'm gonna go back to shelly cause it hurting her because she had been through what and I, anybody that knows me know I'm loyal. My t-
2: And the simple fact that he had to even explain that because not even saying, Oh, you know, you have people that's out here saying, Oh, I've been saying Shannon was zesty, and now y'all done made him get rid of Bay and making the little slide ass jokes. Y'all don't do this shit with them other folks. Cause y'all do this shit with them other folks. You will be so take your your channel will be fucking taken down, you will be canceled, all of other good little words, you will be demonetized. You don't say that shit about them. You don't say that shit about them. But let's continue. Team is my team. I'm loyal, loyal. Ten toes down.
0: And I and she and it hurt. And she gonna ride for me. Shelly is the closest. Shelly is close to me like my family. Right. She handles everything. All the emails. If you wanna get in touch with Shannon quick, call Shelly. So and I get it. Well, you hanging around with a gay guy. And see here's the thing, Ocho. If I swear, if I'm driving my car and I swear, What's the first thing somebody else may assume? He drunk. What if I was on my phone? What if I dropped something? You see how you make assumptions? But that's what we do in our community. Not man, Shannon do it good, man. You see, he lost his job. He working so hard. Man, look at it. But no, 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 no. He got it. Ain't no way that man would stand like that without selling out his community. But still, nobody's told me how to sold out my community. Nobody, like okay where's your proof so and i said mike you tell me the phone in it for me that you can lie my name i said and guys out there if i said your wife has been flushed more than a stadium bathroom you gonna be cool with that Ooh, hell
2: no, nah, you not which his wife was his ex-wife allegedly was okay uh, okay
0: if i if i say <laughs> things about you if you got a child that's slow and I made jokes about that you okay with that no so why should I be okay It's just joke and I told him this I said what I'm starting to see is that jealousy hate
2: and envy yes is being disguised in jokes in the words of my mama the two biggest enemies the two most dangerous enemies in the world are jealousy and envy and if you don't see it, you will see it if you start coming up. When you start coming up, start your business venture. Reach out to your friends. I'm talking to my black community tonight. Start with your friends first. Your family, as a matter of fact. Now, you're going to have one say, oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Never say they're going to support you now. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. That one. And then you have the other one that say, oh, well, how you did that? When you see them motherfuckers right there run them the ones don't you don't even send them nothing don't don't share nothing with them because they're gonna put their tongue on it tongue is a powerful thing it has life and death in it okay and jealousy and envy runs amok with the bucks all the time they see shannon they they laugh they thought it was some guy. that he resigned oh what he gonna do now he ain't under master skill what he's gonna do then Stephen A thought he was coming out to save her, save his fellow nigga because I knew something was gonna happen over there. You no, know, you was hoping something happened over there undisputed because he came as a successor to you being on there with skip. And when the shit started really zooming up with Shannon, you had a little side ass little remarks that you were back here and there, but y'all was still cool. Okay, Shannon thought. But you're gonna hear after we get through playing Shannon, the little and sh- I, I I don't like Shady. But the little shady shit that he said, I I call it downright dirty ass shit, slimy shit that he said, the little nice nasty shit that he said, because he basically had to sneak on in. You will always talk about them little sour ass Dallas cowgirls. Now you can't talk about their ass because they out here don't know what the fuck they going to do they ain't about they ain't holly, they ain't winning shit so now you got to find something to do you usually don't even jump in this stuff now oh I don't know what's going on I don't know you even invite I don't even say so why the hell did you even get involved because you had to jump on the clout train too check me follow me y'all it's all tying in together nothing but Jesse and me, little fucking minions the bucks are running amok continue standing mm. I said that's what
0: I'm seeing oh it's just a joke he'll I ain't never hear him call nobody else that. I ain't never hear him say anything else about that. I ain't hear him lie on nobody else's name. Why me? I met Mike in Whole Foods over a decade ago. We had a conversation in Whole Foods about 10 minutes. We exchanged information. The next time I heard from Mike he had DM me about coming on club station.
2: 10 years saw so him in there oh yeah dog i'm gonna call you i'm gonna holler, holler at you but he ain't hollering him until now he got a uh, uh i think he's like the top grossing youtuber now and he got the the top performing video of all time on youtube i believe because i believe Cat williams is now standing at 58 million views or somewhere near to maybe even more okay now he said he's gonna jump on there he's gonna get the same number you got willie d bald head ass out here i'm i'm you know what that's another one too Why well, i said it's a bunch of little bitches around here that i really thought were a man's man y'all really are really depressing me y'all really, as a black woman i'm very depressed and very disgusted at the what you guys are really showing us out here. y'all got a, y'all got more bitch asses and pussy in y'all than we do and we the ones with the ovaries and push out the babies but here we go that was it so and people say well Shadow's bro where i mean
0: to get tagged with that. And I ain't got no problem with gay. I just, I'm just not gay. Yeah. And I've had all, a lot of my exes reached out. It's like, Shannon, where does gay is coming from? They need to talk. But see, that's the thing. What do you get out of calling me gay? You feel good, that makes you feel good? Because you are saying things to, on the radio, behind your screen, that you would never say to my face. What's the likelihood? that Mike kids would have said what he said to my face. Or any of these comedians that said what they said, they're not going to say that to my face, Ocho. You know that, I know that. Yeah. Now, when I said I was going to pull up, I was going to see him. He and I was going to have a conversation. And I'm going to say, OK, where did you get this from? Where are you hearing this from?
2: That's what I said. He never said he was going to hit him. He said, we're going to pull up. I'm going to see if you say the same thing. He said, you got that same energy or blah, blah, blah. I'm going to see if you say the same thing that you've been saying, OK?
3: No. That's
2: no we that's not the kind of pulling up we were doing, man. No. no, no i going to well, put my hands on him and mess up my money. Hey, wait. what did I tell y'all? Shannon sharp is not that niggas. He is the niggas. He ain't finna let you trick him out his damn bag, and he damn sure ain't let you finna let you trick him out the street. Y'all y'all got him confused. See the country man and the city man are two different men. The countryman is always the smartest one because he can survive in the city and the country y'all city ass niggas can only survive in the damn city put your ass out there in the country you will die because you don't even know how to hunt and and get your own food huh let's talk about it
3: i went and got some black air force ones and some army fatigue i was ready
0: to come to go to indy no and that's the thing now look there's this one guy he wants to come on my show but i don't have any respect for him and i don't think he's funny And is. so I don't I don't really pay any attention to him. And he keeps it going. He he the chat knows who he is. But and that's the and that's that's the, i was I was that's the thing, goes, lost today. and so I said I said Mike, we just need to have a conversation. And hopefully once we have this conversation, this thing goes to bed. I said, because at the end of the right. day, I'm a man, but I'm also a son, mm-hmm. I'm a brother, I'm a dad, and I'm a granddad. And when my kid starts reaching out, okay, now we got a problem. You just saying what you said. My daughter hit me up, Dad. Where is this coming from? Now I got a problem because you got people involved. If it was just me and you, I got a right. grand. Now my grand gonna have to hear this. So I just need, I just need, I just need to know.
2: And when he's saying there's a comedian that keep reaching out and that he don't respect him, he don't think he funny, I think he's talking like Corey Holcomb.
0: No. And why you feel that way? Yeah. And why, you feel, and why you felt the need to say what you said as far as I reached out to you. Now, you everybody heard him say, I'm jealous. Cat didn't mention my name. But then you turn around and say, well, Shannon, try to get Cat to go in on me. But he wouldn't. Did anybody hear me mention anything about Mike other than I think I might have said, I don't know, like I said, correct me if I'm wrong. I think I said Mike was great in that role. Nobody else could have played dating. I didn't try I don't right. try to get my guests to go anywhere. Right. But I, I had a question. What 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 you have to understand
3: for me, which is what I'm what I'm what I'm really good at, is obviously knowing all the comedians and understanding comedy in itself. It's how when when they I take anything
0: that they do say with a grain of salt, you know, because comedy. Oh Joe, you're not going. Oh Joe, you're going to take what they're they saying say about me with a grain of salt. Stop it, Oh Joe. a joke Wait, to I, you I, is death to someone else. Everybody don't play like that. they play.
3: Okay, I, I I know it's okay. You're right. You're right. But me as hilarious. So, if, so you, he say, if, he
0: say, if he said if he said of getting smashed by 15 dudes, mm-hmm. you cool with that? Mm-hmm.
8: But no, 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 no,
3: it's, it's, it's different. It holds no weight. You say that.
0: I'm just I'm just I'm just listen
3: stay with me now. It just it, it holds no weight. What you're saying, it holds no weight, and there's there's no 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 fact in it.
0: Thank you, thank you. How many? Oh, no let me Oh Joe no, Joe, no weight. Oh no, Joe, I know you. You're not gonna let somebody talk about rape. You're not gonna let somebody talk about your kids constantly, lie on you. Yeah, I I I understand
3: where you're going. I, 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 stay with me, baby. I understand where you're going, but there's no need to get up in arms about certain things that hold no weight and hold no truth. Oh, Joe! Oh, you know how? Oh, somebody said. If that's the case, you you you. listen, Wait. stay with me. Every time somebody says something, you're gonna be ready yeah. to argue. Ready to ready to argue. Oh, you, know, you don't have to fight oh, every Joe. fight.
0: Some some fights not even worth listening to or oh, Joe. or paying our community to is easily misled. That's why we're in the situation that we're in. We're not going to ever get yeah, out because your why. Can I, sure. can I ask a question?
3: Who cuts your checks? Who in the community cuts your checks? The people that support what us. What can anybody in our... Wait, stay with me. Who in who in our community can say anything about you that's
0: going to affect your bottom line at the end of the day and, and you pay know your bills? It's the people in the community that support us. We have a heavy right. African demographic that follow us. Whites too. We got a heavy... A uh, 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 female, a uh, women that they're gonna, model always, us. they're gonna always support
3: us, huh? They The support's not gonna stop because of what somebody oh, says. Oh, That's not is, gonna stop
0: see, nothing. Here's the thing the joke is always funny as
2: long as it's not about you. And ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. We're gonna come back, we're gonna conclude Shannon's um, commentary in regards to the whole Mike Epps situation. Then we're going to move on into Stephen A. Smith, and then we're going to address Monique and her son's turmoil. So, how did John experience y'all? Talk about it Tuesdays. The bucks are running amok, clout chasing, bitch assness. Divide and conquer edition. We are back, Flammy. We are back to our Talk About It Tuesdays. This is one of the most provocative Talk About it Tuesdays we've had in re- since our. um are uh, beginning this podcast. Um, this is the uh, the bucks running amok. Black History Month has gone rogue. The clout chasing bitch Assness. divide and conquer edition. Let's continue what um Shannon has to say. Let him finish out, and then we're gonna move on with the show. And you see, you and I, we joke, but you and I have a
0: personal relationship. Right. and we know we keep it above the board right that's all i'm saying i don't think right. i'm asking too much for somebody not to right. call me out of my name i don't think i'm asking okay. for too much for someone not to lie on me is that asking too much mm-hmm. Jack? is that asking okay, too not. much but hold up what, what about what about mike what about what he said about me
3: he said i look like a milk gun and i ain't got no out. No, right. no. he got that for me because what did i call you
0: Milk-dun hair, milk and i told you what, your hair look like Shade monkey Nuts. Oh, ain't you talking about, I ain't got no eyebrows. My eyebrows Ocho, are right come on, Ojo, I, I get I'm it. Mad. I
3: get you Try to make a of the situation. Listen, we... Nah, I'm, yeah, listen, I know I'm trying to make light of it, Because we don't need to be, you know, going through this. But Mike still got to see me, because now what we can't do is we can't set a precedent and we have a, an issue with somebody, and then you and him talk, and then everything be good. Then everybody else will think it's okay.
0: They
2: try us. At some point, we got you no. Know That's,
8: right.
0: That's right. That's right, Jay. Like I said, my um, my sister sent me this because you know, and I hate that I let her down. Um, this is what my sister sent me. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, where is that?
2: Oh, here it is, right here. Keep pinned. <sighs> okay. He went into his sister's statement and stuff. And those of you who know, um, Shannon reveres his sister a lot. She's, you know, a God-fearing woman, a strong woman. And I think that and his children reaching out to him is the reason why, like I said, it wasn't a apology much more than it was, okay, let me just... Let me call it because now this is starting to affect my family. Okay, not to mention the NBA because they had already said anything go down and in Indiana you through. But like I said, and I'm glad he said it, there was nowhere in his statement that he said that he was going to bring the pain or, you know, to, you know keep that saying. He just said, say what you said to my face. Say what you said to my face. And Michael Epps would not have said that to his face. You heard what he said. Oh, let's make fun of this, because what he wanted was some banter to go back and forth. Because he's trying to garner, he's trying to garner attention for his raggedy ass expression. At this point, I feel like we should just boycott that bitch. Don't even watch this special, because what he don't realize, there are a lot more people that resonate with Shannon than all of you damn gatekeeping ass and ball licking ass motherfuckers that's out here. I said what I meant see us the people for the people by the people us the people we resonate with the people who gonna bring the truth who resonates with the the normalcy that we are at y'all around here licking balls the other ones around here grabbing balls we can't resonate with that because we deal with it every day on our on our jobs i'm a regular working person that just comes on a podcast that's that states that has fun with you guys that brings me information, that delivers it my way. And hopefully this can take me where I want. This is a passion that I've had forever. And you guys have been rocking with me. So I'm just a regular person. And I pray that when this blows, when it goes, when it glows, that I stay that person. I want to stay grounded. I want to stay humble. Even if if that's God's if God's way of keeping me there, saying, you know what? I know you, girl. So if I let this go any further than ABC, you're going to be DEF. So I'm gonna let you stay right here on this lane. That's cool with me. Because I've gotten the chance to do what has been on me, my in my heart to do forever, in my gut, in my soul to do forever, which is to get on the platform and talk this talk. Like I said, a couple of weeks I got an announcement to make with you guys. So that that's been the greatest thing for me, the greatest gift is being able to follow your passion. You follow your passion, the money will follow. That being said, Shannon's following his passion. He did his, it was sports. He's following his passion now with speaking and being on his platform. He loves what he does. And he does something that a lot of y'all don't do. See, if he was messy, he would be he will be guiding the questions to a certain direction. He will be asking the questions about certain situations. He asks the questions, he sit back, and he allows them to speak and to answer. He don't cut them off. He don't try to direct them to, to a, a, a corner when they're going down the street. That's not what he does. And that's what y'all can't stand. Because y'all want to cut them off. That's what be fucking messy. And that's what us we the people the regular folk that's what we love about him because he don't cut them off he don't try to guide them somewhere that they that, that to to some destination that they really wasn't going he don't put it out there and mike else he never tried to give him to say shit about you and that was your problem was so which lies the truth first you said you were mad because your name really wasn't mentioned like that and you wanted you know why not because you needed to smoke now, all of a sudden, he was trying to get him to say something um, bad about you, but he didn't shut your lying ass up. Okay? So, all of that being said, now here we are. All of this, and here we are. Now, he didn't come that hard after Cat, but it really come hard after Monique, Monique been out here, and now she get with CBS, and let's keep Monique, let's keep Sydney, her husband, and her children, her family, and our prayers, because they have received their threats. I want y'all to understand the seriousness of this situation because it ain't the ones that don't look like you, that could get you. It's the ones that look like you, that could get you. Cause they the ones that can get the closest right on. sis. Right on bro. Stab Huey P. Newton brought the fucking Panthers down. Got, got cracked out and got fucked up and, and dragged in the ops and brought down the black panthers i said what i meant malcolm x the brothers at the mosque started working with fbi brought down malcolm he was too powerful Black men were really listening to what he was saying and being stand-up men in the community. The community was understanding the power of their dollar between him and, and, and Malcolm, the power of the dollar, how they could really be able to structure themselves and to guide themselves and to build themselves without the establishment being involved. How did they get close to him? Because he, he, been, he, been, he, he had been done with white women and pork. So how did they get close to him? The brothers of the mosque, the niggas in the mosque. And I said it on this platform numerous times. I'm going to say it again. If you never had a chance to watch the show Underground, it's no longer out there. I'm sure it's on some platform, on streaming platform somewhere. Watch Underground. Watch the Underground. And the guy that was in Blue Hill, and I'm trying to think of the actress name right now, um, I don't think it was there in a minute. And he played the house nigga, the one that was able to go over to Europe. And he started being with the Europeans and dating the, the white woman and all that. When Harriet Tubman, when the guy that was on it, the field nigga was telling him, you know, he they, they didn't want to talk to him because they already knew what he was. He was the master's half ass son. So he was always, you know, pretty much getting through the house nigga when the field was deciding how they were going to gather up the family and get them off of there he was the one that went and dropped the dime after they was because they won't set the um the the plant the house on fire the main house on fire and then when they could to fight the fire they escaped and that bastard told about the whole thing and then the one that they got caught they beat them damn near to death meanwhile the mama as they was beating her son, death, the mama was screwing was a lot. Well, not allowing, was getting raped by the master. But I don't want to get too off track. I'm just telling you how it all fits. House nigga versus field nigga. Richard Pryor told us about house nigga, field nigga. Jay Z told us about house nigga, field nigga. Still nigga. But these house niggas ain't going to realize still, nigger, until it's going to be something that's brought to them. And it's going to be something that's so outlandish, so above the over and beyond the top that they're going to say, hell, nah, I ain't doing that. And it's going to be, gotcha, bitch. Okay. So let's get into what Stephen A. had to say with his couch. I'm only going to play a little bit of that because I want to get into Monique and her son because I want to play a, l- a little bit of her son's um, statement. And then I want to play uh, what Monique and Sydney's response was. So this extend the clip tonight, y'all. So I hope when you get at work that you are able to plug in or you home working and put it on so you can listen to the entire one because this is one of the most important um, episodes I've made. Let's go. Oh yeah, she's an Oscar winner. She's sensational. What she did in Precious,
9: her phenomenal acting career, her comedic genius. Monique, I don't know if anybody said this to you, but I'm gonna say this to you, and I'm gonna say it to you out of love. You always say sisters or brothers when you're talking to black people, but this is a brother talking to you, Monique. You look very bitter. You look like the light has been stripped from you. I don't know what happened. I'm not gonna call you a liar or anything like that. I don't know. I never asked Steve Harvey or Kevin Hart or anybody or or Tyler Perry or Oprah Winfrey and all of this other stuff. I never asked, I don't know. But I know that you're telling stories about Oprah. I'm not saying false stories, I don't know but you're telling one thing about Oprah, you're telling another thing about Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry leaves you a voice message reportedly and you're airing the message. Well, how can somebody feel comfortable enough ever talking to you if they think that their messages are gonna be disseminated to the masses when it was supposed to be a private conversation? You talked about Kevin Hart and how you were supposed, he said, I love you, sister, we'll talk in two weeks, and then after that, you never heard from him again, okay? Did you play any role in that? I'm just asking. Did you? I don't know. But when you bring these kind of things up, and you talk about Oprah, I'm quite sure Oprah ain't perfect. I'm quite sure there are an abundance of people, Black, white, and beyond, that have had issues with things that Oprah has done that have negatively affected them. But we all know how much positive Oprah generated for so many of us because she showed us the way in so many ways about how to excel in this industry and in life. Does it have to be that bad even after all this time? It's just a question. Something that I want you to think about. Shannon Sharp had Monique and Cat Williams. I'm not looking for those interviews to interrupt his shine. He get his shine, I'll get mine. But that's my dude. And if he comes across as doing something wrong or doing something that people people feel that I should be compelled to comment on, that's why I chose to comment. That's my position. I hope y'all can understand and respect it. And if you don't, you don't, but you know where to find me. This ain't the only Stephen A. Smith show you gonna see. I'll be back with more.
2: <laughs> so there you go. Now the dig that I was talking about, about Shannon Sharp is his dude, but if he is doing something that comes across the people as being wrong, he gonna check them for them folk. Okay, because that's his job. You just heard what he said. His job is to do master's job. Hey, you better talk. Hey, Steven, don't suddenly and get religion on me, Steven. You better go and talk to that nigga. and tell him to calm down. He's doing too much over there with those damn niggas telling the truth. Okay? Bottom line, that is what's happening. That is what's going down. And this is what I don't understand. If that was the case and you don't know the deal and you're saying you're not looking for those and that's your guy and he's getting those interviews and that's not the interviews that you're looking for, then that's great, Stephen A. We're glad you're not looking for those interviews. Nobody asked you to look for those damn interviews. Hell, I don't even think um, Shannon was looking for those interviews. Shannon was not prepared for what was about to happen. Cat told him what was going to happen after he came on there and it has happened it has happened and I don't call it a fall down a fallout I fell in a I call it a come up because he is now known, and he's getting much stronger and what y'all don't realize we're in the last days and the last shall be first and the first to be last and these motherfuckers know it they're feeling it and they're getting scared and by any means necessary they're gonna try to stop that truth from crossing the finish line first but guess what hair you rushed your ass out there, and then you started resting and napping and, and forming a, 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 a what you thought was a foolproof fence gate across the finish line. So when the turtle comes inching up, it couldn't get through that gate. But guess what? Who in the hell left the gate open? Who in the hell left the gate open? Because the turtle is getting ready to crawl right on through across the finish line. And that turtle represents truth, and the hair represents the lie. And the lie been rushing and running out there for years. But now the truth is inching up and is about to win the race. So those of you do not lose hope because you see all of these little fucking minions <laughs> coming the fuck out and munching and mingling. Okay. You see them all coming out. <laughs> Protect my cheese. Protect my cheese. <laughs> but who moved the cheese? Who moved the cheese? if you know what i'm talking about you know if you don't those of you don't get the book who moved the cheese now let's get into the main topic of tonight and this is in regards to the situation with her and her son and i'm talking about monique we will be doing um and drop in that episode with the reckoning that's going to include everything with the monique interview all of the the key points and some points that others have not did not you know um speak on because everybody got so caught up in all this other shit. but we're going to speak on that and i'm going to do like i did with the catpoculus but pack up is not over with the catpoculus is just beginning i told y'all that who in hell left the gate open and now it's the reckoning and the reckoning began. You, had, you even had Dave Chappelle, who he revered on there as a king of comedy, come out and even come and strike against him. Y'all got to think what's going on here. Really? Really? So, that being said, D.L. came out, said what he said about her not having a relationship with her son. D.L., you've had your own issues with your son, and you even admitted yourself that you wish you were there more than you were initially and you were glad when you finally did bring your ass in off them streets hoeing around fucking around after the after the night after the party was the after party cadilla uh, darren lynn you was off the chain you was a hot ass mess your words not mine i am a avid fan watch your 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 um news show watch everything I've seen you live multiple times. I always supported you, says Comic View, like an avid fan. So, to see the way that you came out with this situation, it really is disappointing and it's hurtful. But that being said, we want to get into Monique's son and then we're going to get into Monique and Sydney's response. I might cut in a little bit here and there, but I'm gonna try to let it pay as much as possible. And then we're gonna end my commentary and then we're gonna end talk about it Tuesdays. Tomorrow is your beautiful Valentine's Day. I might just put up a quick, what is Valentine's Day? You know, I love to explain to you guys why you even celebrate this because a lot of y'all don't even know why they hell y'all buying flowers. Why you buying tater bells and chocolates and shit? And a lot of these, and some of these ungrateful ass women don't even want that. And you have women that wish they could get one little petal. And you were out here complaining because he didn't come busting through some damn diamond necklaces or some shit. It's Valentine's Day. It's a pagan holiday, but we'll discuss all of that. Wealth to Health Wednesdays will be returning next week. Okay, so no Wealth to Health Wednesday this week. We will be returning next Wednesday. We are locked and loaded for that. Um, thought provoking Thursdays is gonna this week is gonna start our new series, the Truth Teller series. So thought provoking Thursdays true teller edition part one this thursday please be ready fun fluffing friday we will be fluffing up some good topics um i know a lot of you guys are going to be going out um this weekend that don't celebrate on actual wednesday since the middle of the week so i might postpone friday as well i think i'm going to postpone friday as well i might do some youtube work because i really got to get on there and start dropping some videos so i might just do something so if you get a chance you can check the youtube um, and then we'll be back here on the podcast platform as of Monday. As you know, Monday starts the official Melanin Money Mondays. Okay, um, all Black Money Baby. We, we, we're back on track. Okay, back to a regular schedule programming. All right, and then of course talk about Tuesdays, Wolf Tales Wednesdays, and thought provoking Thursdays all next week. Okay, now got that out. So all that stuff was said. The sun had came, the sun came out and decided that he you know after she said that you know she just prayed that the universe can lead them back together and um but right now they're not in a good space Well, the son decided he was going to come out and he wanted to release a statement and he said he wrote it down so that he wouldn't forget anything and he'll make sure that you know what he said that all points were made okay so we're going to get into what he said and then you know a couple of minutes of that we'll go to a break Come back and complete his. Get into Sydney and um, and uh, Monique. And then I will come and finish up uh, what my commentary is for the night. So here we go.
8: Hi, <laughs> I am Shalon. I am a stand-up comedian. Monique's oldest son. Um, I guess I. Felt the need to make this video to just provide some context into this false narrative about her praying to the universe in order to reconcile our relationship or whatever the hell it is. Um, I wrote it all down so that way I don't go all over the place and get emotional or anything like that. I can... So I'm going to talk like I'm reading a script, but it's just going to help me kind of stay together. Um, but uh, to address the uh, Clipshisha interview that she did where she states, As she prays to the universe in regards to reconciling our relationship, as I stated, um, is odd. Uh, My mother and I both know that that is a very false narrative, and I would like to free her of having to continue telling that lie. Faith without work is dead, and neither one of us cares to put forth any effort to reconcile with the other. Uh, We are separate, as she put it, because she doesn't care to be my mother any more than I care to be her son. Neither one of us uh, has had the desire to reach out to the other in a very long time. And I don't think that either of us anticipates that feeling ever returning. Speaking with my mother directly in my experience will either lead to some odd newfound moment of clarity in regards to how she was as my mother, or she retreats back to daddy to move forward with the conversation. And I'm tired of hearing my mother's truths Um, Newsflash, I'm not sure if people know, but standing in your truth doesn't make you noble. Um, I'm not sure if people are aware of that. Uh, But responding this way, I feel as though it allows me to say my piece uninterrupted um, to those wondering, well, why say something now? Mm, Call it a form of therapy for me, I suppose. Um, But when her daddy had intentionally stated that they have three sons, but his wife is on the internet talking about the fourth son in a video that has millions of views. That rubbed me the wrong way. Um, But anyway, to inform a child that you are not interested in being a mother at a time when that kid is the only kid that has the potential to lead a child to believe that you are not interested in them specifically Uh, but to take it a step further you also admit my mother had also admitted to me that she didn't do the best job that she could do um which would also make one begin to question you know all of your past decisions and prior emotional interactions but to be completely honest and fair um you know, those were things that I was willing to get over, you know, nobody's perfect, we're all human, but my mother showed a clear lack of humility, compassion, and consideration when taking any level of accountability for those things. Um, my mother does a fantastic job of acknowledging a lot of things, but she doesn't take accountability very well And anything that she may take true accountability forwards only at her convenience uh, in my experience. Um, but if I had to guess, though, her interest in being a mother probably started around the time that she married her daddy and had his children. Um, but that interest, you know, obviously seemed one-sided, and as it should have been. Um, by that time, I'm in my late teens, so to some degree, the <laughs> excuse me, the neglect becomes easier to hide or validate. I guess you could say there are now two baby boys in the house, you know, that require attention. Um, but still during that time, however, I still watched her enjoy the love and admiration of total strangers more than my own, uh, to this very day, my mother has never expressed to me when, if ever, um, she became interested in me as her son. That did lead me down a path of questioning my self-worth and struggling to understand the value of a mother and a child's life. In the interview, she also states that she gave me an apology but an apology to a son from a mother that consciously showed no interest in him, holds no weight. Um, There are still women to this day uh, that my mother will give credit to for being more of a mother to me than she ever could, her assistant, my cousin, being one of them. Um, Every time though that my mother would stay that she was right here whenever I was ready. Um, That ideology still blows my mind today that a person could openly admit to being an uninterested, not put my best foot forward type of parent and be so self-centered that they still express to the kid, you have to come to me when you're ready. You gotta come to me for us to make this right, (laughs) okay? Um, I'm not sure what my mother could possibly think that she has shown me in the past or have for me now. That's not money. Goodness gracious. That would make me want to come to her or, or whatever that, whatever those feelings were supposed to be. Um, a mother is supposed to be the first woman that a boy falls in love with. Uh, I loved my mother very much, uh, but my mother loved things more than she loved me. And she would validate Her love for me by giving me things and would proceed to call me ungrateful or inconsiderate if said things did not have the desired effect. Um, I couldn't imagine what it's like to be her, though, uh, to ask God for what you want. And then he gives you what you need, though, only for you to ignore it and have the audacity to ask God for something else. And um, I'm glad I don't (laughs) do that. Um. And when we told you no, uh, you went to the universe instead. Um, by no means, though, do I want to give off any type of an impression that I am a victim of, of anything. Um, that is not the case. As you can see, I'm smiling from ear to ear. Um, I'm alive. I'm happy. I'm a dad. Um, I'm healthy, I think. <laughs> I drink a lot of water. I'm getting over a cold now. Um, you know, I still have my days just like everybody else. And, you know, there were a few things that she did teach me along the way. Uh, I did learn how not to love from my mother. Um, I also learned to make sure that I never lose so much of who I am, that I have to validate it through another person. Um, And though I feel as though, you know, in hindsight, I think she did it reluctantly, I do appreciate my mother, you know, for showing me what the top of the mountain looks like. You know what I'm saying? It did give me perspective on what, hard work and dedication can get you. But I don't want something like that at the cost of giving up something that I created. I'm not I don't want want it that bad. And speaking of creations, I genuinely, truly, I really did want my mother to have a relationship with my daughter. Um, I even fought through those intrusive thoughts that were if she wasn't interested in you, what makes you think she's gonna be interested in your kid. Um, But it took my mother No time at all to prove that those intrusive thoughts were correct. Um, But what I can say, good for her, the universe did, uh, you know, bless her with three other sons, bless her with three other sons, and God willing, um, you know, I'm sure that one of them, all three of them are adults now. So I'm sure that all, you know, one of them, God willing, if not all three of them, will make her the grandmother that she wants to be. Um, I'm, I look for, I still look forward, you know, to that moment for her. Um, but overall, when it comes to the boys though, uh, I am happy that whenever they do hear me talk, sorry, my phone did something weird, but no, but whenever they hear me talk, um, they don't know what it is. They can't, they can't relate to what it is that I'm saying. And my experience with my mother is not their experience. Make like her the grandmother that she wants to be.
2: Okay, now I'm going to stop right there and we'll be back on the other end to complete that and then hear Monique's response. Okay, Flames, we are back. Um, let's see if we could just get back into the last little bit that Monique's son had to say and then um, I'll give it a quick commentary and then we'll get into her rebuttal.
8: But it took my mother no time at all to prove that those intrusive thoughts were correct. Um, but what I can say good for her, the universe did, uh, you know, bless her with three other sons, bless her with three other sons and God willing, um, you know, I'm sure that one of them, all three of them are adults now. So I'm sure that all, you know, one of them, God willing, if not all three of them will make her the grandmother that she wants to be, um, I'm, I look for, I still look forward, you know, to that moment for her. Um, but overall, when it comes to the boys though, uh, I am happy that whenever they do hear me talk, sorry, my phone did something weird, but no, but whenever they hear me talk, um, they don't know what it is. They can't, they can't relate to what it is that I'm saying. My experience with my mother is not their experience, um, with our mother. Uh, so my prayer for her and them is that they continue to see her the way that they see her now. Um, I do also want to make sure that I say thank you to my mother for giving me life. Without that moment in time, I wouldn't have had my little one. But outside of that moment, there isn't anything that either of us us has to offer the other. Um, In my opinion, it's a waste of God's time and the universe's time for praying for something that you are not willing to put forth any effort to obtain. Uh, Putting the work into becoming Monique is more important to my mother than being my mother. And I do not believe that it it was never about her being there and waiting for me, but it was supposed to be about me being there and waiting for her. Um, My mother's value had reached such a low point in my life that I no longer found it necessary to either want to wait for her or even go to her. Um, But like I said, man, I'm super grateful that she has the opportunity to do it all over again. You know, I'm happy for her. I hope the Cat Williams tour goes well, but... You know, the narrative that she prays for us to reconcile is a false narrative. It's not real. Not appreciated if she stops saying stuff like that.
2: Okay, that was ultimately his statement. Now, a couple of things I want to say before we get into Monique's rebuttal, and this is just from a mother's point of view, just from listening to him, I'm hearing a lot of bitterness about the additional siblings, okay? Monique has clearly stated several times, like I said, that's another comedian that I've seen um specials live whatever and um interviews used to watch the monique show when she had the actual tv show which by the way if y'all don't think that gatekeeping is real if y'all don't think that all of them shucking and jiving and, and ball licking is real if y'all don't think the little man going around running around to see who we can pull down for the master it's not real When they cut her on BET after all of that debacle going on with Precious, with Tyler, and with Lee, and with Oprah, if you don't think it's real, her show was the number one show in syndication. The number one show, let me repeat that, number one show on cable was the Monique show when they cut the show and said they weren't bringing it back to BET. She holds the record, I believe, for the most times of the BET show, uh, BET awards being hosted. And when she was hosting it, it was luxurious. It looked like an where's a, a real awards show. She had the opening act coming out, doing it, you know, with the big girls doing the Beyonce. She was the shit, is the shit. And I can hardly wait. I hope she's coming right down here to Florida with Cat, cause I would be in that. Is okay. But that being said, um, coming from a mother's point of view, I can hear the pain from him. Um, A lot of times I've I've mentioned this and talked about this on my platform about sometimes with the parents, uh, whether it's the mother and father or just the mother um, is trying so hard to provide and give the child things that they may not necessarily have had the opportunity to have growing up till they lose sight of the parenting part of the nurturing of the spending time of the being with them and i witnessed that with my sons when they were coming up and they were playing ball i was mom to a lot of boys on the team that their mom was working she couldn't come and the dad was not involved or the um even some of the single fathers some of the single fathers would be like, you know, hey, I gotta go to work. I may not be able to get the game. Hey coach, can you drop off? Hey Keeper, you mind um him riding with you and your boys to the game And, and I'll come later. I saw somewhere um they had nobody in the stands to cheer for them, to root for them, to say it's okay, to say, you know, grab that ball or whatever the case may be, or to give them that word of encouragement. And that's because they were out working. It wasn't because they didn't love them or they loved them any less. Um, so the mothering part does get sacrificed when you are a professional, when you are a breadwinner, which speaks to the lack of the black male in the family in the household because it tends to it, it tends to bring down the, the child's like their, their esteem. Because you just heard him, you know, he didn't feel like he had much self-worth. Because, you know, like what is it about me that I'm not unworthy enough for her to want to spend time with me when that wasn't the case? You and she said, she said it too. She was horrible. She said, and it's her words, not mine. She said it was horrible. She said, I would be like, you know, you don't see these nice things I bought you. You don't see all this good shit you got. You were in private school. You got the best clothes, you live in the biggest house, and you're complaining, you ungrateful. She did she and she said it. She didn't realize it wasn't the money. He wanted her. And I've said this many times on my platform. These kids, y'all, oh, he got he all right or she all right. They got that PS5 in there. Oh, you want to get upset. You got the iPhone. You got those Jordans on. You wearing that Burberry. But they don't give a damn about that. They will wear light-up shoes and put on some damn target outfit that matches and and, want to sit there and watch, uh, go to a damn movie with you, go to the bounce house park with you. That's what these kids want they want their mommy they want their daddy they need that in those form of years unfortunately because of the current times because of the times of the woman having to get out there to get it and to chase the bag or whatever I don't believe you know she even said it too at times she felt like she was being selfish you know look I got people for that you know my my cousin can help because I'm busy doing shows let me put this extra show i get this extra money that can help with this this and this and you gotta remember too her from her family background with her being molested by her brother her mom and her dad she felt like wasn't there to support her and help her and to take her aside and they allow him to pretty much stay in the house and not um pay any repercussions for what he did to her so her psyche is all fucked up from that so he has to understand that too and you're going to hear her rebuttal but i just wanted to say you know monique has, has stated it, and he stated it in a statement but I'm hearing a lot of resentfulness. I'm hearing a lot of ungratefulness as well. You resent the fact that she did remarry, find this third marriage. She had those um, boys, and you know, I think she and she even said that she was more involved with them because her career at the time had stalled out because of all the shit that was going on with Tyler and Will and Lee, which we'll pack on very discussing with you, shout out to fam you. But I'm, I'm like, wow. All of y'all jump y'all ass into the whip and baby, y'all ride on down that street till they kick your ass out. Because, trust me, the moment if they do us, they want to do something in that car that you don't like and you think you just well, I ain't gonna do it, I'm just gonna sit in the car. Y'all can do it. No, they're gonna kick your ass out the car and then take it and they keep all your shit in the car with them and drive off and leave you tumbling down the damn road. But that's another story for another day. So, now Sydney, who she said was her best friend, if you what, like I said, we're gonna get into. Her um interview and, and certain excerpts from the interview, not the full thing, things. I want y'all to go to uh, Club Shay Shay and watch it. Shout out to Uncle Shay Shay, okay? But we, we're not going to infringe, but we're going to definitely play some excerpts from the interview. And you're going to hear, she's been knowing Cindy since like 10th grade. This was her best friend. This was one of those, the search is over. You were right here all the while. This is her love story. And there's a lot of love stories like that. A lot of y'all right now going to be with your best your best friend. He's been hanging around and all this. And all my my girlfriends always told me this. My my ex told me this. He was like, he's only hanging around. And he see how this guy's being a bozo. He's trying to figure out when is she going to realize it's me or when can I get in and get me me. So you might turn around and say the search is over. So don't just think it just happens to Monique. But let's get into it. Um. Y'all, we probably going to hit the three-hour mark on this one, but if we had to, this shit is deep. Let's get into it, man. Let's talk about it. Tuesday, the Bucks are running muck. Black History Month gone roll. Clout chasers. Bitch assness. The vision causing, uh, um, the vi- causing us to be conquered. Let's get into Sydney, a.k.a. Daddy, and Monique, a.k.a. Mama. Their rebuttal to her son's statement
7: come in the room, so we can have this conversation. You would do that right now. Hey babies. Hey. We just wait for y'all to come on in the room so we can have this conversation with our community. Let's rock and roll,
10: baby. Let's rock and roll. Mm -hmm. The title of our conversation or the theme of it is called The Long Way Around because ain't no shortcuts. Pickles, stop playing with that paper, please. The reason we're having it is a multitude of reasons, but we're going to start off with there was a Instagram that was put up or I guess
7: it was TikTok, baby. TikTok that was put up by my son, my oldest son, Shalon. And this is what I want to say to this. There's some people that are saying, "Oh, you should be ashamed of your mothering skills. You should be ashamed of yourself." This is what I'll say. Let's let it play out, because the same ones that said to me, "I was crazy. I was deranged." we watched it play out. So just like with my son, we'll watch this play out. And I do want to address this though, Shalon. When you say her daddy, her daddy, then that's when mommy going to say stop playing because you know this has been Uncle Sid your whole life. Uncle Sid knew you before you knew you. So for you to say her three sons, Yes, you're absolutely right. He has three sons. He can't claim you as his son because he's always been Uncle Sid and he knows your daddy very well.
10: And love that brother. And the irony of all of this is not what is said, but what's left off. Yes. See, you're you're leaving off the fact that the last time we laid eyes on you, your mother got you everything you needed for the newborn baby about three years ago. You're forgetting about how I from Georgia am talking you through getting your car after we gave you the half the down payment for it. And you were 31 years of age, 32 years of age at that point, And I'm negotiating the deal with the dealer for you as you sit there and you have the vehicle you're driving right now because of your mother. These are the things that you're leaving out when you're expressing what you're expressing in reference to your mother. You're not expressing the relationship that you have with your father, where you spoke ill to him, not to mention spoke ill to your mother, but somehow your mother and father and I all have a loving relationship, and communicate back and forth because of the love that we have for you. The one thing these individuals and to the individuals out here that oftentimes speak after they've heard one side of the story, there's an old saying, believe half of what you see and none of what it is that you hear. Please don't take our word for it, but what we will convey is this, those who are parents and have raised their parents up to being adults. The children.
7: Raise their children up to being adults.
10: Right on. <laughs> Those who right are parents on. that raise their children into adulthood know that there comes a time and a place in which they determine their own decisions, their own path. You can have multiple children that multiple children that are raised in one house but they act and they take on different things. The reason why it was so important for us to entertain these conversations that we typically have privately or that we're influenced to have privately amongst the people in our community is because we need to stop being embarrassed about being human beings and about being black human beings. You will oftentimes hear us saying, we are embarrassing ourselves in front of them. Who is them?
7: Who are they?
10: Because when you hear someone articulate these things, that is the slave's mentality. It makes us believe that we as black people need to conduct ourselves with dignity because white people are watching. You should conduct yourself with dignity because the spirit of you is watching.
2: Exactly. But
10: we need to have these conversations out loud and taboo because we have a finite period of time together here on this earth you will travel through infinity with the spirit that you have all alone. And you will not remember the ridicule that you receive, but you will be judging yourself. You will be determining for the rest of your life, which way that you go as you have thus far. So this conversation is about speaking directly to what situations are. And many people oftentimes when they are, uh, presented with an issue, they stay quiet, they hide, they disappear. And what we're saying is that's not who we are because what you cannot do is you cannot trick an honest person. Come on. You can demean, you can say whatever you wanna say about them negatively, but what will happen is truth has a way of standing the test of time. I I, I forgot to have my, my phone to read the last text message that I gave to you, Shalom, where I told you about the understanding of how you are speaking to a woman and how you as a man and how you perceive things may be completely different from how your wife, how your mother, how your sister, how your daughter will look at things. And when you learn how to communicate a little bit better, then things will happen a little bit better. Okay, hold
2: on, y'all. <laughs> I think it was messing I'm up. Young man, hand.
10: because of the challenges that this young brother has had with mental illness. So we're communicating that out loud to speak to our community to say listen y'all, if we have more public conversations, there will be less private angst. Come on. There will be less private issues that we carry on because we're afraid to communicate in front of white folks.
7: So when we get to a place where you want to be free, you will stop being scared to say what's real. You'll stop being fearful of having conversations that normally take place in private and nobody ever really knows the outcome. And and from there, when you were saying earlier about how we're looking, how we're looking, how we're looking in front of white folks. When I do hear our brother Greg Mathis say, the studio is watching y'all and the executives are watching y'all, so what?
10: if the executives are watching closely, the individuals that will want to interact with us are those who are engaged and are in alignment with what is true. See, the first question would not be, uh, Stephen A. Smith, why did you video someone? Or you won't entertain, uh, Kevin Hart is the biggest star in the world. She said that. Not only did she say that, not only when she spoke about Oprah and Tyler, these are individuals that you failed to hear that she said she loves them. And when you love folks, you tell them what they need to know, not what they want to hear. We've put, in, we've put certain individuals in such a status that we've disallowed them to be human beings. and. On the note, we taking the long way around and that there are no shortcuts. So you could take the shortcut and cross through Miss Evelyn's yard, but you know she got a pit bull. And he may or may not be in that yard. But you know for sure, if you get in that yard and he is in that yard, you will definitely be chased. Hello. It is a bit safer to go around the long way because not only is it the right thing to do because you're not, cutting through somebody's yard, their grass, trespassing on their property. But what happens is it may be a longer journey, but it's worth the trip. So we're going to take the long way around. And we're not going to call out these individuals on platforms like this. We're going to call them up. Now, please don't confuse. When Monique is standing on stage, she has an artistic paintbrush designed to paint her life and make people laugh in a way in which a comedian is supposed to do. So her life experiences are fair game. Mm. They're fair game.
7: Fair game.
10: So when she says what she says on stage, please don't say it's the way that she said it. <laughs> because she's on stage. We're dealing with, when we're not on stage, what is being said. And again, to revisit Brother Stephen A., I'd like to point something out too. When you sit there and you say, that a black woman looks bitter because she's telling her personal truth. When you sit there and you speak in reference to the individuals that she spoke about, you're not because you wanted to distinguish yourself from Shannon Sharp as being a a journalist, but you said you don't know what's happening, you don't know what's going on and you don't care to know. That right there is you sacrificing your journalistic integrity because it is your job to know when you make assertions about certain individuals and not form an opinion. And you are supposed to ask the questions, such as when she said what she said regarding Kevin Hart and David Becky as it re- relates to him uh, reneging on what he promised. And you ask the question, was well, there a reason, Monique, that he would do that? Here's the question you should ask, is what she said true? And if there was a reason why he would have done that, wouldn't that would not there not have been a reason why he wouldn't have called her first to say, I've got to take that deal back? See, when we stay grounded in this thing called ethics,
7: come on. when
10: we stay grounded in this thing called right, yes. it's going to carve through all of the nonsense that you were trying to communicate. And I can see based upon watching you throughout the years that you consider yourself an intellect. And please forgive me for speaking in this manner as it relates to Monique. As a black man, what happens is the black woman should sometimes not have to defend herself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a level of defense that should be had on her behalf for we as black men, because Monique That's didn't right. to you. When you were calling Kyrie Irving out for being a man and making a decision as a man to not get a shot and ridiculing him because his father raised a man you should not have called out Kwame Brown in the way that you did calling him a bust because you have forgotten that that black man has a family, and any man that has had the length of time that he had to live the dream in the NBA is not a bust in my book. He's a hero. He's a hero. So when you call Jason Whitlock a fat bastard, but you're telling Monique who referred to them as her brother and her sister, and she loves them, but you can call Jason Whitlock a fat bastard. My question to you, why are you allowed to speak your truth, but this black woman is not? Help me. Help me. I need the help.
2: Hello, It is low-hanging
10: fruit <laughs> to attack a black man. That was Cat Williams and Monique that did the interview. Why is it that you singled with Monique?
2: That's right. Why is
10: it? she was polite,
2: Singled out the woman. you're not
10: asking was she inaccurate when she spoke about uh, uh, um, Tiffany Haddish? Though there's nothing but love, there's nothing but love. The irony is, is that our sister Tiffany Haddish went to GQ magazine to say, I'm glad I don't have that husband of hers for standing for Monique and standing with Monique when we were talking about paid inequality, only for her to turn around and speak about the paid inequality. See, we will succumb to what it is that we support when what we support is
7: wrong. You know, if I may say this to you, Stephen A. Smith, what you said when you said, I'm bitter and my light don't shine no more. What you said to black women without saying it was be quiet.
10: Be seen and not heard. And if you have a black woman in your life, and I believe I saw you in a picture with your beautiful queen, are you encouraging her through your message by which you said to Monique that you were in support of her, voicing her concerns when being mistreated, or are you encouraging her and other black women? I don't know if you have children, but if you have a daughter, because I've heard you speak with a great deal of reverence for your mother and for your sister, You should talk to them and ask them, have they been encouraged in this life to speak their truth or discouraged about speaking their truth?
7: And um, I'm going to see it on stage. (laughs) Yeah, again, (laughs) got to see you on stage. But
10: this is the the off-the-stage conversation to let y'all know that the people that we discuss, again, we want to reiterate, Oprah, Tyler, And I'll stand there for a moment. As we come before you feeling free to discuss anything that is said about us, whereby it's made to appear like we've done something wrong. If we are giving people the impression that we are perfect, I want to make it clear right now, we are not. So as imperfect people, we have no inhibitions about giving an apology when you owe it to somebody. Have no indignations, no problems, no apprehensions, but we must ask ourselves, how can individuals like Tyler Perry, who said that Monique was difficult, and and indict her as difficult in the business, okay? Lose parts. How can she come to court to stand trial to defend her position under the light of the court of public opinion, but the very one who accused her, he stays hidden? Why would that be? Why would that be? Mother Oprah, Lord of the master classes, okay? The one who is now, aren't they getting ready to give some sort of talk in reference to, what was it? I know part of it was forgiveness. Oh it, yeah,
7: uh-huh. her and Tyler.
10: It was like a D word. It was, uh, uh, I forgot. And, and 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 forgiveness, what you may want to give a seminar about is how not to just forgive, but how to ask for forgiveness. Hmm. See, we're not dealing with the Pythagorean theory. This is not A plus B squared. A, a squared square plus B squared equals square square C squared. Square. This is nothing yeah. uh, challenging. This is very simplistic. If you were comfortable Oprah Winfrey going on the CBS morning show, saying that if we make Harvey Weinstein the center point of sexual assault, we're missing the boat. And you'd like to look in the silver cloud as it relates to that. Or you having a documentary on our brother, Michael Jackson, after he was found not guilty in the court of public opinion but you want to do a documentary on him, but you don't want to speak up for a black woman who you know, based upon all your business endeavors, that when you do not have a contract with someone, you do not owe them anything, but you allow that to ride. And I, again, we make it a habit of not just calling up what is wrong, but what's right. See, there was a woman named Barbara Walters she made she had to address the public because there was a rumor that Monique was difficult to interview with. That woman could have uh, 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 been a proud graduate or student from the Oprah Winfrey uh, School of duck and dodge i'm not gonna face things <laughs> publicly and not said a word but instead what did she do she came out immediately immediately and said that is a lie she was wonderful to work with and the whole nine brother tyler perry listen you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube the world is listening to you tell monique that you were wrong for doing something you were wrong for telling others that she was difficult for not essentially committing an act of slavery you play the role of medea a big black strong woman okay that's the role you play okay because apparently there's a level of appreciation you have for that black woman who's willing to speak truth to power well now you're talking about another big black woman that has to speak truth to the power, named Tyler Perry. Brother, the light. This is the red roof, r- roof in intellectual
2: because we're gonna leave the light on
10: for you. It's you don't understand the, the magnitude of how you can help heal the community by showing them you too are a human being. We're gonna
2: We're gonna take one last sort of break and we're gonna come back and conclude the full statement from Monique. So John Sperians talk about it Tuesdays. welcome back flames uh i hope you're getting all of this coffee like we said we don't call it tea i know let talk about it um tuesdays and we always talking about the taquitos mojitos but it's some strong ass tequila and casamigas and, and a lot of other stuff that you could be sipping on right now as long as you ain't on the job if you're on the job Get that Cuban coffee because this is some strong coffee that they dropping a lot of jewels a lot of things that's happening in the backdrop now i'm going to fast forward a little bit so we can get into what lee daniels asked her when all of this backlash has started happening to her we're going to let her tell you what happened what that conversation was about how cbs is trying to rob her of her monies from the parkers Okay, her encounters bond and the death threats. So let's get back into Sydney and Monique's rebuttal to The Sun. And as a matter of fact, just an open um, letter to us, the fans, with everything um, that, and addressing pretty much everything and the truths that were told during her Club Shay Shay interview. And just look out for um, the Capocalypse, The Reckoning, that's coming. Soon on the podcast, make sure that you subscribe, okay, on any podcast platform, and you will be notified when I drop a brand new episode. Follow me on Instagram at Kiwi Kiwi 305954. That's Kiwi 305954. Okay, on Instagram and on threads, and shout out to all of my new followers. I gotta start shouting y'all getting y'all names, and so many new followers I've had in the last couple of days. Loving threads. Look out, we're going to be posting some other um, content on there. And um, Facebook, thank you for my five new followers on there. I got to check you guys out so I can um, name drop you. So I'm going to start name dropping every time that we have new followers. I'm going to start calling you guys out. So thank you for the love that you're showing me on the Facebook page. My page is, is kind of funky. I don't know what's going on. That's why we haven't been really going live over there. But they, um, I'm working with Meta and trying to work on it. Hopefully, I will not have to take the whole thing down and start over. That's what we're trying not to do. So just keep your fingers crossed. And YouTube will be dropping videos um, this week, like I said, because I know a lot of people are going to be out for the Valentine's holiday more likely this weekend. So I am looking forward to dropping some little uh, videos and possibly some shorts on youtube follow me at the hot d john's experience the hot d john's experience podcast page that's the backup page or just at hot d john's H O T D J O H N S H O T D J O H N S hot d john's that's the main page okay so love you guys thank you for rolling with me just talk about it tuesdays the bucks are running a month black history month gone roll the couch chasing the bitch assness The Divide and Conquer edition. Okay, let's get back into what the rest of them had to say. We left off with the Tyler Perry situation. So let's let's get back in here.
10: Wonderful to work with and the whole nine. Brother Tyler, there was a scene in there in which Mm. our brother, one of the greatest actors on the planet, Jeffrey Wright, was confronted by the, the character named Wolf. Yes. And he said, okay, I I'm telling others that she was difficult for not essentially committing an act of slavery. You play the role of Medea, a big, black, strong woman. Okay, that's the role you play. Okay, because apparently there's a level of appreciation you have for that black woman who's willing to speak truth to power. Well, now you're talking about another big black woman that has to speak truth to the power named Tyler Perry. Brother, the light. This is the red roof, roof, roof end intellectually, because we're going to leave the light on for you. You don't understand the magnitude of how you can help heal the community by showing them you too are a human being. We're going to treat everyone like a human being because we love you enough. Come on. We love you enough and want you what was that movie,
1: Cadillac Records?
10: Yes. There was a scene in there in which mm. our brother, one of the greatest actors Jeffrey on the Wright. planet, Jeffrey Wright, yes. was confronted by the, the character named Wolf. Yes. And he said, I'm getting tired of you acting like you acting towards that white man. I want to see you have the privilege of being a man in and of yourself. Yes. We want to see you have the privilege, Brother Todd, of of showing the world that you are a good dude and I, I believe deep down you are but the embarrassment from the audio where you say y'all got it too hot out here but you go to churches when would jesus think the right time was to go out and say i was wrong would it be when i promote my next movie and the heat continues would he wait until it's not hot out here or would he want his humble servants as you claim to be To the moment you identify that you were wrong, this is the moment we need to identify that I am wrong. Why have you not done that? That was in 2016. And I'm not going to speak belligerent to anyone because that is not alignment. That is not in alignment spiritually with me, with the universe. And what we're communicating today, this is not designed for everyone to appreciate. If you are vibrationally connected to what is right, The person who does wrong does not matter because wrong is wrong and right is right. And brother Stephen A, the way in which you communicated, that's a great way to potentially be in alignment with the right people, but you're not in alignment with what is right.
7: And I wanna say this to the younger generation. Brother Greg, when you say the younger generation is watching, we want them to. That's right. We want them to watch so close and pay so close attention that they to don't the get ones caught up in that the are afraid, fearful, and to the ones that are saying, "No, no, baby, you keep standing." And for those of you who say, "Well, Monique, why do you keep going?" Because what we are showing the younger generation until they hold, till they're accountable, you can't stop. Until you hold people accountable, you cannot stop. So to this younger generation, my babies, don't back down, don't sit down, don't lay down, keep standing, unapologetically, keep standing. They are banking on you. They are banking on you to be so afraid of these invisible powers that be, be so afraid of that, that you don't speak up and you don't speak out. that you just lay low and you be quiet and you take the abuse and you be exploited. They're banking on us to be that. They're banking on us. So for you, Stephen A. Smith, for you, brother Greg Mathis, who I love dearly, your family, I love y'all. However, when you say the studios are watching, the executives are watching, but our community is suffering. And
10: we, the Screen Actors Guild, the Writers Guild, just got finished striking. They were watching then. Yeah. They were watching prior to that. What we're looking for are the people who are in alignment with honesty. Because let me explain to you what can happen and how healing it is. See, last week when we spoke about the Breakfast Club and our brother Charlemagne the God just taking ownership of it at the behest of a black woman named uh, just, just hilarious. hilarious.
7: Happy birthday, baby!
10: And our brother DJ Envy, you was wrong for trying to make him apologize to Dad because she calls me daddy, but y'all keep forgetting that I call her mama. See, that's my mama right there, but we don't want to talk about that. And I'm not talking about the Breakfast Club, I'm just saying in general. But those three individuals got together and what was an issue for several years, it was resolved because we know how to forgive. There's a black man by the name of Lee Daniels. See, not only did this brother go so far as to apologized to us privately. He apologized publicly, but then this brother went and he spoke to our sons face to face and he apologized. That's what men do. That's how you heal. There is no shame in being wrong. The shame is knowing that you're wrong and not admitting to that wrong that you were a part of. So when you see these individuals, with the mansions, with the cars, and all of these things, and the words of our great ancestor Bob Marley, <clears throat> some people are so poor all they have is money.
7: Come on,
10: don't be that.
7: Come yes, come, come on, next. Bob Marley, don't be that. I'm sorry to be chuckling when I hear you. When I hear my son, when I hear you, Shalon, talk about money <laughs> and I, and stuff. It's like, baby, as I told you when you were younger, I told you as a man, don't let nobody introduce you to me. You know who your mama is. And when folks speak in reference to
10: calling your C, sometimes, especially when your C decided to call things off with you because you didn't move for a 34 year old, 32 year old man, Um, in the time that he wanted to do because you as a mother, you as an entertainer, you as an actress, you as a uh, grandmother, you as a wife, allotted the time to see him, but he pushed you away. But then when it's time for him and it doesn't work for you, now it's a problem. Listen, it comes a point in time where when you become a man, When you become a woman, it is your obligation to do for you, to do for you. At 31, brother, 32, I'm sitting there on a conversation at the behest of your mother. Why? For you, because I love my nephew and we still uh, love you, Shalom. That's why your mother and your father interact with one another to let them be aware of what's happening with you. So if you think you're not loved, that's because you're not paying attention. And there are other dynamics that fall into play in which we completely understand. And for you too, we're going to keep the light on for you. But I find it extremely ironic that the last time you saw me, you wanted to be able to call me dad. And I couldn't allow you to call me dad because there's only one dad in your life. And he's a friend of ours. Come on. He's a friend of ours. So again, we as people of color, let us stop being embarrassed about having conversations out loud because you never know who you could be helping. Please do not allow people to embarrass you out of life. I don't care if you're in the LGBTQ community. I don't care if you want to change your profession. I don't care whatever it is that you want to do. We have a finite amount of time to live on this plane. Please do not live on this plane based upon the ridicule you may or may not receive by someone from someone else. Be your authentic self because you're going to travel eternally by yourself. You can be in a room full of people, but you are always by yourself, because your thoughts are right here. The spirit of who you are is right here. Be true to your spirit.
7: Now, what I'm ready right, to, uh, what we get ready to share right now, is um. It's uh, go ahead. I think I know what you're. No, right yeah, here. you go ahead.
10: <laughs> to the degree where we're not going to stop being who we are, and we receive the death that we were supposed to apologize. We need to apologize. Apologize to who? We didn't quite find out. We didn't quite find out who they wanted us to do to that fool, but listen, we're gonna be authentic to ourselves. So we take the death threat seriously, but it's so serious that we have to further enjoy. This time that we have here, we're in disputes with Oprah, Tyler, uh, uh, CBS. Why? Because we can't understand why a company with such a CBS, how we can say you incrementally over five years made a one-time payment of $65 million. You made over $800 million by 2009, five years after the Parkers went off in 2004. We're in 2024 and you're saying the two and a half percent of what monique and countess are old you don't want to give it to us because you didn't make the money how can you ever go into the red on a one-time investment where you've already superseded that investment by a thousand percent you can't so the things that people are out there and they are astounded that we are saying this is because brother judge mathis this is because the younger folks may be looking. Hello. And we want them to be true to themselves. They want to know how to count. Truth and tell the truth because, as our brother Steve Harvey said, there are repercussions that come from the truth, but we'd rather deal with the repercussions that come from the truth versus the repercussions that come of a lie. Come on
7: now. Come on now. So, we wanted to come on and share that with y'all today. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not, I'm not laughing at that, but it makes me chuckle to say that someone, whoever it is, and y'all have been hearing what we've been saying, but someone or somebody's was sent a death threat all because this little fat black girl and her husband telling the truth. Not because we stole nothing, not because we hurt somebody, we didn't rob nobody, just because they're telling the truth. So what we're saying to you young babies right now, keep telling the truth. Let nothing, let nothing stop you from telling the truth. Not, I don't want to say, we say your truth, the truth. Tell the truth. So we're not getting this confused with, well, my truth was, no, tell the truth because the truth may not be favorable for you, but it's the truth. Don't ever be afraid of telling the truth. And I believe our
8: ancestors are saying, babies, y'all, please keep standing because we took the ass whoopings
7: for y'all. We took these ass whoopings. That's right. We've already been here. And if we keep talking in private, Greg, we'll keep getting exploited because didn't y'all talk in private? That's right. Didn't the ones before you talk in private? And what changed? What got better? What got different? Cause the private conversations never seem to make it to the light of day, so the shit that happened in the private can, can, continue, can continue to happen because they knew the fear was placed in there. You better not say nothing.
10: Would you be so kind as to share your story with the good folks out there? Now nah, here's the Lee Daniel
2: story, y'all. They don't want to come Daniels in with my commentary
10: on your walk, you And we're gonna finish up.
2: You
7: know, I'm gonna say this first, Daddy. kick it. Okay? Kick it. When Lee and I talk and Lee will say, mom, I don't want to revisit it. You know, we got through it and it's done. And I would say to Lee, Lee, you don't understand how beautiful what took place happened. I'm not saying it's never happened in history. I just don't know of it happening where you have a big time director and and an entertainer and the director says, Hey, I want to apologize. And they mend that friendship. They mend that friendship. Lee Daniels and I were going for a walk when we were filming the movie, the deliverance in Pittsburgh. And he said to me, Mo, why didn't you just be quiet? Why didn't you just let the shit go? I said, Lee, had I just let the shit go, you and I would not be taking this walk down the riverfront. And that went on for years, for years. So this is what we're saying to y'all, baby. But let them breathe oh, that in, my baby. Okay, you know I talk. You
10: about not. So. Well, we talk and talk together, but I need people to breathe that in. We had I let it go. You and I right now, Brother Lee, would not have been able to go on this walk together as friends. So the conversations we are having right now, because the only real reason for war is to ultimately have peace, yes. especially when you're defending yourself. The reason we're having the conversations that we're having right now is for the purposes of a level of unification amongst folks. we love to go on that walk with you one day, Oprah. we love to go on a walk with you one day, uh, Tyler, but you know if you walk with us, we gotta walk in truth. We're not gonna walk in being Uh, individuals that pretend to be something and that are not. I saw people scrutinizing the rock the other day because he came out to apologize in reference to uh, asking people that didn't have a great deal of money to help with the funding in Hawaii, but he came out and he apologized and he said, I'm a quick study. Let me say this ever so humbly from my perspective, I so appreciated that. I so appreciated that. And it made it further reinforced why people love that cat. Mm-hmm. Because he took ownership of it. He took ownership of it. What happened is Oprah, who teaches master classes, have you seen her talk about that as of yet? Have you seen her come out? What we're saying is we want you to feel what it's like to walk with the people in truth not just be so elusive so above everyone that you don't realize you are exactly like everyone Mm -hmm. because you too have an expiration date as do we all Mm -hmm. so let's be good to one another while we have one another let's be let's be that and and then let's see what happens
7: then let's see what happens so my babies we glad and thank y'all. You got any answers in my daddy?
10: It was something, but I forgot. So what we're gonna do is keep it pushing and tell y'all we so thank y'all again. We are built for the criticisms of the individuals that are out there with ridicule because we are blessed to have those individuals out there that see past it and are saying, y'all keep on telling the truth. And y'all encouraging us to tell the truth. And we hope we are encouraging you to continue telling the truth.
2: And I want to encourage my listeners to keep supporting the truth. Keep supporting the truth and understand that when you tell the truth, there's going to be repercussions, just like that pastor said, it's going to be repercussions, but the results are going to be winning in the end. Just understand that. It's only repercussions when it comes to those who have been so afraid and have been dug out of their truth. Okay. But when you are a truth teller, you can be able to live with it because you will be protected. God will protect you from it all. Okay. From it all. Now, that was um, very uh, polarizing. If you didn't get a chance or you had to stop it or whatever, go back and listen to it again. But there were some key points in there. And if you ask me between Oprah and Tyler and CBS talking about, oh, well, we didn't make the money, so we ain't gonna pay you that bullshit. Um, and then she gets a threat and saying she gotta apologize. And those of you who really you don't don't know what an apology is and don't understand when somebody has to put it out there and let them know that they ain't apologizing for shit because they told the truth. I need to let y'all. I'm gonna see if I got that. Um, that drop where it was from the comedy show where she supposedly apologized, and that was the first thing to go all out, all over the place. Oh, um, Monique apologizes for what she said on Club Shay Shay, but y'all missed the entire point of exactly what she said. Okay, listen to what she said today
1: i'm gonna try to hear me baby i was wrestling with my mother herself today in that goddamn hotel because i know i gotta give a mother an apology you got to run to the apology you got to run to it i got to give one listen to brother greg napkins I heard you, brother Greg Mathis. I heard you, Stephen A. Smith. I want y'all to understand something about me. When I have communicated something wrong, I'm a f- who's gonna say, I'm sorry. I'm a f- who's gonna own what the f- I said. I'm a f- who's gonna walk in what f- I said. And I owe too much an apology because I communicated wrong to them some years ago. Tyler Perry said I have to give him and Oprah Winfrey a public apology. I was wrestling with my apology, and I'm going to give it right now tonight in front of you in Albany, New York. Oprah Winfrey and Tyler Perry, I want to apologize for telling y'all to stop. <laughs> and I'm going to One give it right to now tonight in
2: front of you in Oakland New York oh, I want to apologize for telling y'all to because she forgot to tell you to lick the crevice of her balls and on behalf of Monique if I may you know I know I've gone a little hard tonight with all of this stuff that's going on and all of the truth telling and and being upset about what's been going on. I want to add to Monique's apology. If y'all feel like I came off a little too strong, a little too hard, and then I'm I'm a little too 10 toes down for what is going on right now in the culture for the truth tellers, then I have something that I would like to tell you as well.
1: I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. I don't think you heard me. I just want to say from the bottom of my
2: heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. to To absolutely no damn body. We will not apologize for the truth. We will apologize when it's time to apologize, when there's a lie, when something's been misstated, but we will not apologize for the truth. We are sorry for the ones who don't know how to handle the truth. You can't handle the truth, okay? You don't wanna know the truth. We are sorry for you, but we are not as sorry as you are because you're not even able to tell the truth because you're so afraid of the things that you've collected collected that are going to be snatched away the day that you decide to stand on truth right yay okay i think that is enough for us today it's been talk about it tuesday thank you for joining me this has been a very emotional episode for me believe it or not i'm glad that you guys have joined me um on this talk about it tuesdays uh bucks it's time to stop running the muck it's time to get the house in order. It's time to come together as one. It's not time for you to say, okay, separate because we got all the money. We got the gates because who in the hell left the gate up and all the people bulls are running out, baby. And Soon y'all ain't going to have nobody to protect y'all because the gatekeepers ain't got no damn frowns. The gatekeepers don't have no power. The pit bulls that they've been having locked up in the gates had all the power, but since y'all don't, they you know refuse to feed the pit bulls, and they decide to run out as soon as there was a crack. Your ass is lost just like that. Uh, um good luck. Okay, make sure that you follow your girls at Kiwi three zero five nine five four on Instagram and on Threads at the hotty john Experience Podcast on Facebook, on um, X and on uh, YouTube guys thank you so much remember there's no on uh, wealth to health Wednesdays tomorrow I might drop a little special quick Valentine's episode um uh, make sure you share this episode it's very important because the truth needs to get out um and all on um, in all seriousness I need our people to come together because United we stand divided we fall and um for those who um don't understand what's going on i'll tell you right now through bob marley's song okay make sure you go and watch the bob marley movie let's support that movie it comes out tomorrow take your girl out even if you're gonna be celebrating a little more um extensively over the weekend take out to go see the bob marley movie um let's support bob marley it is reggae music month along with black history Month. remember they've joined it all together so let's go and show him some love okay Put God first at work. Handle your business so your business don't handle you. Booze a hot to John Experience podcast. I love experience with you. Peace. We out.
11: Man to mine is so unjust. Children, you don't know who to trust, your worst enemy could be your best friend. the man is so unjust, children, you don't know who to trust. Your worst enemy could be your best friend, and your best friend, your worst enemy. Some will- with you